Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Cosmonaut Boot Camp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy with Spark IBC. Let's take a listen. How's it going, everybody? Um, it has been a while <clears throat> since we've done one of these in this format. We've never done one on the Spark account before, actually, but for anybody who remembers kind of the OG Cosmonaut Boot Camps, just a super kind of open mic forum. Um, during the bull market, we used it as a chance to let new people coming in hop in and ask like any kind of question, whether it's just basics about setting up Kepler Wallet or interacting with their first DApp. Uh, obviously, we haven't got too much of that in the bear and especially not lately. So I was kind of thinking we could just chat about whatever people are interested in. So hopefully one of you guys uh, out there is feeling like chatting if you are feel free to request to come up if there are any topics sort of hot on your mind there's obviously a lot of shit going on lately <laughs> um feel free to request to come up for sure we can we can kind of dive into whatever or of course um if you do have any basic questions just you've been trying out new d apps lately or um new chains whatever and you've ran into some issues feel free to pop up and we can try and tackle whatever's going on What's up, Timmy? What's going on? What's going on, Gaines? <laughs> I love the, uh... oh, wait, no. I see an actual raccoon as your profile picture here in the spaces, but then I go to your profile and it's back to the rack NFT. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like I like the IRL arc. <laughs> I, I wanted to twist things up a little bit. You know, I, I, I felt kind of weird doxing myself. I had to do it because uh, they need to know the cute little raccoon behind the nft pfp you know what i mean yeah i wasn't a huge fan of that human mask that you wore to cosmoverse honestly i wasn't either bro to be honest (laughs) yeah uh but i mean i get it you know you can't you gotta be careful doxing yourself yep um it looks like what's going on not it looks like there's a few twitter spaces going on today timmy we're like at the moment whoa not so you uh currently pissing we're no longer knots we're just tpk knots has been buried interesting no more knots so does that mean i i have bought two nfts in my life one was when i minted that first meta rats and the other is i bought a juno knot on omniflex is that uh what, what's the deal with that knot now <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just dead. So sad. So sad indeed. But seems like you guys have a pivot. What's this new? I, I don't keep up with NFT stuff too much, as you know, but um, so, trailer park kids, any relation or net new? As Rusty was closing up shop, I grabbed what I could and saved 
the kids that I could. There's so many good kids out there. And I grabbed Lockmel. He is the uh, developer. And Han, he's the artist. And we took all the trailer park kids we could and we ran out the back. Um, so trailer park kids is um, living on. But um, everything else has been shut down. It's uh, been quite the change in 24 hours. Hey guys, am I? I hope I'm in the right spot. I'm I'm here for the the knots rugged us anonymous meeting. I have three eight balls and a star knot, and I just want to let them rest in peace, you know, before I give them more money for trailer park kids. Yeah, that's 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 the right space. Yeah, it's it's been a terrible day. I, I lost my buddy. Um, I lost uh, I lost Ray, uh, and um, you know he's going to focus on family, and I don't blame him. It's been a it's been a hard bear market, but uh, we're uh, does it and does it ever seem like an odd coincidence that like all oh, right when everything's really blowing up that's when he's like you know I I should probably go focus on the fam. Like that that's always like odd timing to me when I hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's a convenient uh reason and it's it's like oh I got I got hacked. Sorry guys. Like did wait, you? I, right in the wait, I in apologize. The so is this like a very new thing like today or yesterday or something? Or Bro, like ten minutes ago. No, like earlier today. Oh. I see. No, wow. is, I've had a very busy day. I haven't been able to keep up with much Twitter stuff. And I, I don't I don't want to focus on like the sad negative part because Lord knows we got enough of that in the space. You just go listen to any raccoon space and it'll have you leaving like you want to go fight somebody. <laughs> but what we no. should do is focus on the positive the because he's saved their tenacious. Raccoons, oh, raccoons are tenacious. They're gonna help save the kids. We're rabid. Uh, uh, Twenty-eight of them on the way out the door. Raccoons uh, and trailer parks go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, so this we is true. We got twenty-eight of them. They've been saved. They're in good hands with me and my Indonesian friend Lakmal. Wait, twenty-eight kids or twenty-eight, 28 kids. raccoons? Okay, so this just became hella deflationary. <laughs> I got, I got you. Yeah. So there's, uh, for every kid, there's 81. But as you swap up into higher rarities, the we burn. We put the um, regular kids into a furnace and we burn them. <laughs> so um, <laughs> like the good old days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, to to um, give honor to the new kid that is um, in better in quality. So. 81 is the maximum, and then as they're swapped and burned, um, the uh, the better kids uh, come out as on, on top. So you're saying we will see some new kids on the block here uh, before <laughs> too long. Interesting. There will be new kids on the block, yeah. Let us give homage to Rusty, my partner, who I started with back in February of 2022. Great man great soul works so may much. all of our 
liquidity that he got rest in peace and buy him a very comfy bed for his wife and her boyfriend. <laughs> I think yeah. that I think that because we always were building and um, trying new projects. If you want like full disclosure, I think Rusty and I have taken 5,000 each. So if you look at all the projects that we've done and everything that we've put out there, it's come out to about $10,000 in profit. So I know he's not walking away with anything. I think he's just, I think he's just um, tired and I don't blame him, but I can't give up. I mean, we have these 28 kids here and they need homes and, and I believe in them. So though, though the doors have been locked on, on knots, um, TPK is rising. Mm, don't ask me for Did you guys save B-bands? Or did she go with knots? <clears throat> B-bands went her Oh, I see her way. here. B-bands, are you still with the trailer park? Are you still at the trailer park? What's up, girl? Yes, B-bands, where are you? She's right next to Jay Smiles. And I, I do see a lot of, like, new faces. And I just, for the people that, like, don't know, like, we're totally just fucking around and, and kidding and shit. So I just want to. I don't want angry fucking hate mail again. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Where is B bands? I don't see her. Oh, oh there she is. She's down there. She's got like a uh, scully with cards popping up. She's out of her still head. looking for that dube. She still can't find that dube. She's looking for it. Her and Amanda. It's down there somewhere. Out. We got her and Amanda hanging out at the bottom. So it's interesting because TPK is rising out, but like, we still have that project with um, Bitsong, and it's pretty much done. And they want to do like Bit Knots, like Brave Knots. So I got to get that okay. going. You know, I was on, um, I was either on Frontier.osmosis or Info.osmosis, something the other day or just yesterday. And I noticed a bunch of new Bitsong tokens, I assume, for like the various. Uh, artists they support. I'm not sure exactly what these ones are, but it is cool to see them still developing stuff and really cool to hear that from you because as a skeptic of NFTs, I've actually always thought like Bitsong's approach is one of those things that proves me wrong. Or not not proves me wrong because I definitely see the value in NFTs, but it's something more, right? It's using that technology for something beyond like internet communities and uh, profile pictures and stuff. So that's really cool to hear that you guys are at least in talks with them and probably still going forwards on building stuff. It sounds like, yeah, we're we're um, and, and you're right. They're making fan tokens so you can support the artist directly, and with those fan tokens, the artist can give you special utilities or or one of one type um, uh, aspects. But yeah, it's supposed to be before the end of the year that we launch with our with our bit song. The first collection is going to be Rave Knots. And um, yeah, it's hot. And we've met with some of the artists and everything. So bit song is not sitting on the laurels. Um, I, after I had talked to them, I actually went out and bits, bought some bit song. Maybe I'm easy to talk into buying things. Maybe I'm just an easy buy, but I was. I was impressed with with the amount of work they're doing behind the scenes. They, if you like that, I got a catalog of over two thousand <laughs> Twitter Spaces with audio. You could use this audio for making movies. You could and you could do whatever you want for it. 
I'll give you a great deal. I need you to give me lessons on shilling. I always get told I don't shout out my stuff enough. (laughs) And it's always because it never feels smooth, but you've got it down to a science. I've been doing it for like 13 years, and it is always awkward at first. Like the ideal psyop is having someone else shill you for you, which is why rappers have hype men, which is where I messed up in my (laughs) rap career. I never got a, a hype man. So. Terra spaces, maybe maybe that's the next wave after interns. It'll be hype, man. I'll show you and you show me. Perfect. There and we then go. we'll shill we'll shill each other and then we'll get a big like shill circle going on. And then like we can put all the <laughs> all the racks in the middle. I, I, I think that's the way to go. Instead of having to shill yourself. I really you, do. You, you you point to the guy next to you and be like, Hey, check this guy out. He's well, pretty cool, huh? I think it's a two like, Yeah. Right. So I think that is the way to do it, but that has to be done in like a trustful way, right? Where what's most helpful when it comes to like adopting a project, like a new project comes into the ecosystem, something like we're building, and the average user kind of trusting it and thinking about it and having it, you know, come to mind quickly when it comes time to use it and similar services, all that stuff is partially predicated on like how many other users they see posting about it, right? The one account for that project can post all they want, but that doesn't really do much subconsciously. But there's also the flip side of like, it has to be talked about by people who are not like Dave Cosmonaut, like for lack of a better example, right? People who you actually believe like, okay, they're not just going to shill whoever approaches them and maybe offers them some money, but rather things they actually believe in and like trust and will use themselves. And that's what I think is one of our strongest assets in the cosmos, especially in our little Twitter bubble here, right? Is we have, I think we all have quite a few accounts that we genuinely trust. We've talked to the people behind them. If we hear them shout out like cool things to try or whatever, we actually like, take that seriously because there's that some level of trust you know are are you saying the five hundred dollars and adam my son to dave cosmonaut was not well spent <laughs> i sent him my seed phrase so i mean imagine how i feel imagine how he's gonna feel when he gets a wallet that's just got dick nfts in it <laughs> but like you that the age-old like marketing like proven way is I know you guys are all familiar with the pyramid here being in crypto. Uh, But if you take that pyramid, right, and you flip it upside down, okay? I know it's mind-blowing shit here, right? So the the wide part of the pyramid becomes the top. So that's your funnel, right? And now the trick is, the trick of the whole game is you have to get your brand or name or logo, anything like that. If it's an auditory thing, you want them hearing the name of the thing at least three times before somebody actually interacts with them to shill it. They, it needs to happen naturally in passing. They just need to hear it. And then once they, that, that gets like subconsciously in their mind. And then when somebody brings it up to them, they will have that reference point and that will give them a warm fuzzy feeling because it won't just be like some random fucking asshole. They never heard of. They're like, Oh, I have a reference point for this. I've heard this several times across several spaces. And then after that, they'll start looking into it. And that's kind of like your pyramid kind of funneling down to the point of contact. But basic PSYOPs marketing 101, the Bernesian parasite is alive and well. 
Well, look at all the awesome people here in this group. I could get anybody who's in this group to like say, hey, TPK is good to go <laughs> three times. Hey, I'm TPK, sell me this pen, bro. Sell me this pen, TPK. <laughs> I'm looking at you guys and like this is like we're like the core of cosmos we're we're like the core of cosmos vip intra meeting here like you guys are everywhere see i think you guys kind of like messed up a, a potential angle i guess what i would have done hypothetically is pretended like he died and then been like <laughs> hey we're gonna we're gonna mint this shit out to support our dead homie and we're gonna fucking you're dead force to him. me you're dead, you're dead to, to me <laughs> no but like you know play on them heartstrings you've seen it you've seen it <laughs> we need a gofundme page for rusty oh god <laughs> a spark it, was, campaign. it was his last dying wish to have his ashes spread across the the cosmos we gotta get a hold of elon his, and get his shit in a rocket <laughs> his last dying wish was to sell out TPK. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> oh my What's god. What's that, Rusty? What's that? He's speaking to me from the other side. He says mint TPK. Oh, Rusty, I'm sorry, baby. We will. Spark IBC campaign for the funeral costs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool though is when you do get like a, a good buddy that you meet, like um, like Rusty and I, we just met through our our love of Cosmos and Juno, and we've gotten to know each other so well that like he's got my personal info, and I've got his. So whenever I drop dead or he drops dead, like the other person picks up the slack for looking after the family, like liquidating the funds, and then moving it into a bank account. Mm. And I know it's like a, a crappy thing to talk about, but the way it works in crypto is like, there's no real way to get that done. Like, um, but it's, it's nice to have some. I've actually like heard protocols, like try to be designed to handle all that stuff, like wills and like actual legit end of death stuff. And yeah, you're right. Like imagine, all of this cash is in a wallet and your girl or your family, you know, whoever, they have no idea how to like get it into osmosis to get it onto something that they can then like cash it out or anything. Like you definitely, there's something to be said for having like somebody there trustworthy that, that can, you know, like, like people used to do with God, godparents, you know, back in the day, I, I don't think people do that so much anymore, but like if, if I kick the bucket, like somebody has got to take care of this kid, you know? Have you guys heard, I think it's like pretty dead now, I'm pretty sure, but um, a project called IDENA, or IDENA, I-D-E-N-A, like a blockchain project. Does that ring a bell for any of you guys? It's pronounced Kadena. <laughs> oh. No, IDENA is, <laughs> I, I don't totally get it because I'm pretty sure it like, it, it, instead of a proof of work or proof of stake, it's proof of person blockchain. And like, I never was able to wrap my head around how it worked, probably because it was a scam and that's why it's not doing so well these days. But that was one of the things it sort of purported is like, since wallets are tied to a person, like to some sort of ID verification, like 
we can interact with real world systems and like when you pass on have have some legal structure for like dealing with your assets for like something similar to a will i don't know if it was at all legit or whatever but um that just came to mind as like something interesting that is at least talked about that before but you're right it is a huge problem like my family would not i think i would be i would almost be more of a fan of like making them work for it you know like cutting up each word from the seed phrase and then also like having the instructions there but having like puzzles and riddles and shit that they gotta solve i mean it depends how much it's there right if if it's only like five or ten bucks which is probably the most likely scenario at this point you're taking random letters from magazines on the walls of your house put these i cut out all the eyes from all of these magazine models (laughs) oh yeah it would be fantastic and then make a movie i feel like for you they would get through that whole process finally get into your wallet expect to see a bunch of tokens and just be like what the fuck are all these jpegs what am i supposed to do with these (laughs) it's just a bunch of pictures of molly the raccoon (laughs) holy shit okay wait can i i don't even know if i want to ask but because Gaines is up here Molly what the Pop. hell is that whole saga? That's funny, because I was going to ask you. You're actually one of the few in the group that I haven't confronted about. Are you Molly? Is no. that you? Is that your alt? <gasps> oh Tenderment Timmy? I don't know what uh-huh. you're talking about, man. What? It's exactly got, what Molly would say. It only makes sense, right, Finn? It only makes sense. It's You know... Not a lot of things are making me a lot of sense right now, little gains. We all know that. But that that's making a lot of sense. That's like a grid bot that's just going to town, making me sense. Let me <laughs> let me tell you the story after this final spin on racked up. That. <clears throat> well, did you clean out the jackpot, you motherfucker? You better not have before I get my spin in for the day. So basically, disciplined gamblers. <laughs> So, so here's the story, guys. Right? Can we can we tell a story to me or, or yeah, not? go for it. All right. So a while ago, I was browsing on Stash for a new rack, right? And I found one that I was like, dude, I gotta have this one. This one's so freaking clean, so pretty. It's just a beautiful, just a beautiful rack overall, right? And I was telling people in the group chat, like, dude, this is such a nice rack. Like, I want this. I want this. Next Good thing rack. you know, yeah. Next thing you know, it's gone from stash. I'm like, what the hell will happen? Wow, of course. You never share stuff in the group chat. You never share stuff in the group chat because that you want because they, they'll pick it up right away. You know, they'll try to rug you. So Blacks are a bunch of scavengers, right? I mean, yeah. bro, I shared I shared something in the group chat. They went to the protocol that had just kicked in funding and like was talking shit to them and asking them for like their funding and shit. And then the dudes like message me. They're like, do you know this person? I'm like, yeah, unfortunately that's one of the interns we had to let go. Uh, and they didn't take it so well, but like, yeah, you gotta be real careful what you share in that group chat. Sorry, Gaines. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. So, so then, um, then we met Amanda. She's up here right now. Don't mind her. She's just a pleb. We met Amanda and and we're like, oh man, Amanda wants a rack. What if we all pitch in a little bit to get her a rack? But then uh, they lay down the rules. 
they lay down the rules of the raccoons. Like, you know, to get into the organization, you have to get your own rack. You you buy it, you go to stash like everybody else, and you get your own rack. So I was like, okay, respect. No problem. No problem. I, under, I understand. No problem. So the next thing I know, guess who gets a rack? And it's the one that I wanted. Who? Amanda. Amanda gets the one I wanted. It's right there. It's a pink well, one. Rarma, and then he gave it to Amanda, which broke two rules. Whoa. So exactly. Exactly. I was going to get to that. I didn't want to. Right, right, right. So Rarma right. gifted Amanda the rack. Or I'm not sure if he gifted it her. Maybe he got. she got a good deal on it. Whatever. The point is, she probably didn't get it from the stash app. Rarma got it. Gave it to Amanda. I was just, oh, fan. So Rama's a simp? Is that? <laughs> just getting front run left and right, man. And then he still puts time. How many spaces you done today, Gaines? I've done three. Almost as four. many as I have. Yeah, four, four with this one. I'm joining and this one. It, man. <sighs> well, anyway, anyway, I, I had an obsession with this uh, rat called Molly, right? And I, I didn't really want to tell everybody about it because I know how people are in that group chat. But eventually I did. I shared some pictures that she sent me a long time ago. Next thing I know, Molly starts her own Twitter account, wreaks havoc in the ecosystem. And uh, we become friends. And it's, it's something that Amanda, Amanda hates. Amanda hates Molly. And I think this has to do with just the, the fact that she's really hot. Molly's just so beautiful. She's got, oh my God, the most beautifulest little yellow eyes. Just, just overall pretty. You got and those toenails. So wait, uh, is Molly the uh, uh, Molly is rather the voluptuous, the rather voluptuous looking furry creature I've seen posted around? Yes, I see. Okay, Molly is very giving. She'll lick ankles. It started when Logan's got jealous that his oh. arch nemesis Rama had a thing for me, and. You know, obviously didn't handle it well. <laughs> I just want to well, say how he- how epic it is that our dumbass lore has infected the professional musings of of someone uh, of Timmy's stature. I mean, this is the CEO and founder of Spark IBC. You're talking about licking raccoon toes and okay. shit, L- licking raccoon faces. That was that was Gaines. <laughs> Oh, great. Look at those. Look at those up there. So she has an account. I see. Yeah. Just a rack and a rack, rack girl and a rack girl. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Molly is a real one. She's following Spark IBC. So, you know what? Maybe there's something to this. It's oh, interesting. It's, interesting. It's definitely you, Timmy. Show us your, show us your account. I, I can't. I'm signed in. I'm doing the space right now. Like, uh, you know. I, convenient. Mighty yeah. convenient. Interesting. You know who else I thought it might be was Cosmo Clay. He's been quiet, and he never really like was accepted into the rat gang. You know, so I almost <laughs> felt like maybe, maybe he had a little like, little tension there. Well, well dude, yeah. If you didn't know this, uh, uh, he's actually an OG. He minted, um, he minted the uh, NFTs back when they launched. And then I heard he sold for under the mint price like a month later. So, How cool story. What? No way. No way. He's still got his rack. Clay, if you can hear us, throw us a thumbs up if you still have your two rats. 
Because I've never seen him wear it. So, I mean, having one and actually, like, repping with it, two totally different things. How many racks we got in the audience? See, he threw the thumbs up. He's got he's got his racks. Okay. Well, and he, and okay. I respect that. One. Sometimes anyway. I got to switch over to, like, my skeleton punk or, you know, repping, repping something else. My bull, my barn. I'm a huge fan of my barn, which did, rarity going through the roof right now, by the did, way. Did you pop all your barn doors? You want to know something funny? I have I, not opened a single one because people keep listing dope ass bulls for hella fucking cheap. So I'm like, why would I? I even bought another barn the other day. I was like, damn, these are cheap. I mean, they're cheaper now. <laughs> uh, we're getting demolished. Are we at 15 yet? Let's take a, you, a break and check the charts. You guys are speaking straight Mandarin to me right now. 16k 16.1 i think we're bouncing Ooh, i think it's, we're gonna bounce all the way back to 50 and then all of our bags timmy, will be timmy, fulfilled timmy it's at sixteen thousand, bro bitcoin's at six yeah 000. no way timmy so Jeez, let's talk about the market shall we? we're bouncing back he doesn't but he knows that everything follows bitcoin so all of his huahua shit coins and shit like <gasps> will will dump like it's 10x to what his wawa <laughs> well well so, now I, i'm a wa millionaire so let's show some respect for that <laughs> did timmy just get robbed no no what? timmy's rethinking his life choices that brought him to this very space i think i'm just looking at these charts trying to trying to find some well here's what's insane is earlier today i was talking to one of my non crypto savvy friends um and, and crypto came up obviously and i was like well have you seen what's happening lately like has it made it to mainstream like your news yet and he was like no not really and my first instinct like i didn't like think this through was to say well it's a really good thing and a really bad thing that's happening and he sort of looked at me and i also was like wait like why did i just say that and i kind of like talked through it with him and I was like, because this is one of those things in crypto, we've had many of them that apparently was inevitable. Like this was a dirty player in our ecosystem who was doing things wrong. And so in this weird way, it had to happen at some point. And it's like, I know it's kind of hard to see that as a silver lining, but like that was literally my gut reaction because I was just like, yeah, I've I've never trusted I've never trusted FTX to be honest. I don't trust many centralized platforms, but them less so, never made an account, never shilled or talked about them. And so there is this slight sense of like, okay, what's happening right now is really bad and there's going to be a lot of fallout and contagion. But it wasn't avoidable, really, unless we go back to the very sort of essence and somehow we're to rewrite history to where, you know, Sam never really spins up this whole venture. But yeah, I I think there's going to be a lot more black swan events like this in crypto for the next like 10 years, probably, if, if well, I'm being honest. What that's mainly due to is the one <laughs> huge immutable fact that fortune favors the brave. And if you can sucker a bunch of sports people into yeah. investing in your your shit, you know, fortune favors the brave and then you're left drinking piss. Here well, we are. I think everybody, I'm sure in this chat, obviously already sees the irony and I'm somewhat preaching to the choir, but like it is, it really, really is crazy to think about 
Um, this is sort of like the third big exchange rug. I feel like there was there was Mount yeah. Gox, there was the Bitfinex hack, which you know <laughs> they're technically still running, but who uses Bitfinex? Um, and then and now this and it's it's weird because all three of those major events happened because the core reason that crypto is popular at all the reason that bitcoin has any value the reason we are all here right now was not being utilized or respected like it's insane that these big downfalls and it ties into what you're saying just about suckering the average sports you know player or what what sport did ftx buy an arena or a team i forget no, they had all of those commercials with like Matt Damon and then like football players and oh, shit. That's right. that was and then they had like, like Tom the, Brady putting his life savings. Yeah. In. And so like that whole the South Park streaming wars, like that was one yeah. thing they kept saying when they'd get the P on it, the PP Fortune Favorite yeah. It's just it's just so fucking crazy though that like none of this actually harms crypto's core thesis, right? Because like FTX failing and the effect that it's having is exactly why crypto was invented and like what what we should be getting away from and i don't know how many times this is gonna like have to happen before the whole like don't keep your shit on an exchange thing really sinks in for like the average user and well that's what it is right like people the users have to basically just vote with their money and not use these systems and it's hard not to right like i kucoin if kucoin didn't exist like i don't i I would be working a day job again you know like there you have to have a, a decent way to on onboard and offboard and and switch shit around that you may not necessarily be able to do on a on a dex but then yeah there's the issue is like which one do you trust how how far how much do you kyc how how much of yourself do you let be known to the these entities i really do wonder if a or sorry gain zona yeah i i just want to point out this weird um, correlation that we had with Bitcoin back in November, like 10, 11, 2018. That's when we seen like, you know, a massive, massive dump after going sideways for a long time. Yep. Which, is just kind of, which is kind of crazy, right? <coughs> yeah, that the was like the fall below 10K, right? Oh, no, the 16. Other thing, the other thing I thought it might be is the government's like, getting keyed in on this shit and wanting as much Bitcoin for themselves and just like doing whatever they can to just like fuck the market up. But they don't have to do much, right? Because you then have like these greedy fucking autists in there, like seeing how far they can stretch the rubber band before it fucking snaps and we all get caught right in the dick. And that hurts. What's insane too, I heard someone talking recently with like a slightly different perspective, like sort of an insider... Uh, I forget what his position was, but something in like the regulatory world. And he was commenting on how like most of crypto um, and the government's involvement in it does not actually come from them caring about crypto. Even at Bitcoin's peak of like 60K or whatever, um, especially considering the stock market was high as well, it was still like a fraction of like the real wealth in the world. Like we will are still in an, in our infancy and for the most part, regulators have bigger fish to fry, funny enough, than most crypto scam projects and stuff. The reason that government is actually starting to intervene and in having more of this role is not because they care, 
but because the average user is making them care. People on Voyager, Celsius, FTX that then write to the government with complaints and like force this new like wave of regulation to come in. And it is all just so painfully ironic to me because it there's this really big disconnect, I think. And I almost wonder if it's like something that needs to be tackled at a really big community level. Like, I don't even think it's something the Cosmos community could hope to tackle. It would have to start at like Ethereum. But like, I feel like the thing we need to try and do is create a bridge between the crypto savvy and the average person that has never made a private wallet, but has made an investment into crypto, whether it's Robinhood, Webull, a basic Coinbase account, Cash App, like, there needs to be some sort of campaign or like message or education or something that says, guys, the only reason this stuff has any value at all, the reason it is something you've heard of, the reason that we're talking to you about it is because of these properties it has that lets you not let a third party hold it. So Cash App, Webull, Robinhood, they are not the custody and the owner of your asset. You are. And so if we I don't know. I'm almost starting to like ramble because I get passionate about this. It's so just ironic to me and crazy that the thing that makes crypto appealing is the thing that is ignored and keeps causing these black swan things. Yeah. And I mean, you're talking about like onboarding a, a subset of the population that thinks, you know, and I said this on another space, but like they use the forgot your password as a way to log in and like yeah. to accept yep. them to be the final like purveyor of of the like those keys are it right like that's that's it if you lose them there is no reset there is no you know there's no recourse like and i i feel like that is a huge ask for you know like what 70 percent of the population 75 80 maybe how sad would it be sorted out like yeah i don't i don't know how much we can like really unbank everybody some how people sad just need a bank, be, how sad would it be if the big picture overall nail in the coffin for crypto that causes it to fail is that the average human iq is not high enough to take advantage of it. that would be just that is idiocracy bad that's a bad <laughs> press, thought but it is true you're so right like what a good example that we're, we're talking about people who use forget password as their way to log in each time and yeah it's that's why like i think most of us probably are on the same page about like you know bitcoin's not going to replace the us dollar anytime soon it's not going to become the new world reserve currency um there's going to be a lot of uses for crypto and especially for people in less fortunate situations than us people who actually really can't bank or really are restricted in what they can do with their money that's a whole different world and that's where like human necessity overcomes any level of like ignorance or or even you know actually you know what i guess i do have a little bit more faith in everything and i feel like crypto will not fail surely due to uh human stupidity because i think we've proven time and time again like when the need is there humans can put mind to metal and like figure out anything like how many people without a fucking education in some third world country probably have a crypto wallet set up right now not a ton i know but like it's growing and there are some and they figured it out because they need to and it is worth it for them so 
I guess if they yeah, can that's, do it that's the ideal use case, right? Like that's yeah. that's the one great use for it is we we do take it for granted living in the states or in in you know countries that everybody has a cell phone and a bank account and a car and all this shit but like in some places you can't get a bank account and like then what do you do if you want to have any sort of interaction with anything online which more and more is stuff is moving to like you have to have some sort of way but i think the big problem is going to be like getting it to a point where people aren't gonna continually get taken advantage of and can still like trust it enough to be able to you know like in incorporate it into their day-to-day -day lives and, and make it useful besides just you know playing slots which is yeah. useful i think they're like there will there will be some interesting hybrid we we reach where blockchain is a tech <clears throat> as a tech and like decentralized blockchains will be used for that purpose for like people who need that core economic service but also as like sort of more under the hood right like i can see more games develop that you know the video game isn't on chain it actually has good processing power it's a fun game but instead of making an account you sign up with a wallet and maybe you don't even like you aren't even prompted with that uh seed phrase right away you have to dig into the settings you have an email backup or something but it's core sort of trust and ownership of the assets you might earn in that game um is still there and like the core sort of benefits blockchain provide are still being reaped i sort of wonder if that's where we're heading i i would almost like to see groups like spark and angel protocol work together on some sort of solution for that you know like some sort of DAO because we need more DAOs uh, that control all of the, the 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 bits and pieces that that make it function right like the the treasury and and the smart contracts and everything but like have some sort of of like layer that kind of separates all of the shit that is completely mission critical from all right if you lose your password we're a trusted entity that will you know get your get your credentials back and shit yeah but it has to be some sort of decentralized entity i i think for it to work otherwise you're just talking about a bank and banks right really quick yeah i think there's go ahead go ahead uh, just no. a really quick update guys we we have an important announcement in the raccoon uh discord and it's a amber alert for for rain man shoebox has um, he been found no, he, he has not been found. No, we, I think there's somebody holding him hostage on uh, a random Twitter account because he's someone's been posting some stuff on his account. I, I don't I've been seeing him beefing with bad kids and Donna, Miss Kryptonium. I, I would be interested to, to see if perhaps they had something to do with his disappearance. Yo, Cosmos has the craziest lore of any ecosystem. I'm positive. We have Dons that become Donnas, raccoons that go missing. Like that was just so much for me to take in in like a two sentence span. That was that was awesome. <laughs> you got the raccoon uh, profile here. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Oh, I've Robo, a couple times. R Robo woke up too. He's been hey. everywhere. Yeah, he's been everywhere Robo. looking for Robo. spaces. What's up, guys? What's up? What's going What's on? Up? 
What's going on, Dalry? Hey, all good, all good. Uh, sorry, Timmy, I just saw your message, bro, but when I saw it, I jumped right into the spaces, right? Uh, I was recording oh, no the next podcast episode. But, well, uh, first of all, good night. And, well, hi to you, Gaines, Finn, Amanda, Vivans, Jacob. Uh, oh, I see Deborah. It's in the audience as well, in the mayor. Uh, big shout out to you guys. Uh, I don't really want to say like anything, but I just saw it was like an open mic. So, yeah, whatever. I just want to give us a round of shout outs and that's it. Oh, I don't know if you said it, Timmy, but there is something coming up, actually. Uh, it's going to be, picture this, bro. You know, like in Google, you can find like all the information in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Imagine Imagine having that, but for the whole Cosmos ecosystem, man. I believe that will be huge. Oh, that's crazy you say that. I think, uh, I think some people I know are working on exactly that. There's this, there's this page you should follow. Actually, look at that. There's a pinned tweet above. Um, Interchain mm -hmm. info. Damn, bro. <laughs> All right. As the director, I'm going to cut it right there. We're going to roll it back to one. I want you to say, Delray. You did great. This this wasn't you. This was Timmy. And I know it's not your fault, Timmy. You're new at this. I, I want you to say what you said, but more like you believe it. Like like you're with on that you, team. Right? Like with you're you. spending exactly. He knows with machismo, Gavron. You know. All right, all right. No, all right, okay. too humble, bro. Ready to go. I was waiting for the Delray prompt. Actually, we are building exactly that with Interchain Info, your number one unified hub for finding information, tools, validators, and communities in the cosmos. We're taking everything in not just the cosmos, but actually the uh, wider interchain. Um, so including things like Thorchain, Kadena, um, eventually Polygon. Those bastards are going to enable IBC, I'm telling you. Um, and we are sourcing all that info in one place to make new users have a infinitely uh, easier time navigating and onboarding into the cosmos. Uh, like, we're, we're working on such cool stuff right now. And appreciate you all, by the way, serious, much love. Um, but like, it's it's just more and more cementing to me that to the average person, Bitcoin and Ethereum really is complicated enough. You try and introduce them to the cosmos, and like so often my friends and family journey stops at staking Adam in a private wallet. And I can't blame them because they're not going to learn about things like Raccoon or uh, Restake even. Like so many things that we have kind of found through this Twitter community or through fervent digging through discords and like this is going to be Google results <laughs> bro this is going to be like a textbook and I, I i honestly if we don't do it but we're able to create a platform that we can give to edwin and he can go to one planet and be like let's build the wiki for polygon powered yep. by spark i you know like it, it doesn't necessarily have to be us putting it all in one spot like we can definitely get the platform uh, in other spots, but yeah, we yep. we always take it for granted, and it's it is it's I do the same thing. Like it's really hard to look outside of your own perception and what you're surrounded with, and like those of us like you and me and Gaines and everybody in here, like we're surrounded by this stuff all day. 
And if you go outside and get away, like nobody's talking about any of this, like at all. So it is super important to be able to have that easily digestible content that's there ready for people that watch like one of Cosmos Joe's videos or Crypto Tanks videos or, yeah. you know, they, 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 that's, that's their, their entrance in. And then we don't have anything prepared for them. And then they just get, it is, it's super overwhelming. Like Even just going many... to terrace spaces and trying to find a fucking space. Like there's so much content, you know? How many potential users do you think we've lost from this exact scenario? Someone sees a crypto CEDO video. Someone sees a crypto CEDO video on YouTube, gets excited about something in the cosmos, goes to try and start navigating it themselves, and just quickly is like, "I don't even know where to start. Like, I, I don't. What do, what do I do here? Let me go watch nine more CEDO videos." And I was in Terra already and people would talk about Cosmos stuff and I would like start and I would be like, oh my God, this is like, I just can't yep. be bothered to do it. And like, I'm into this shit, right? Like it's for the normal person. Yeah. I think this is going to be a super powerful tool, especially if we can, if we can remove enough of like the crypto connection stuff to it and like package it as just a smartphone like encyclopedia yes. app and get it onto app stores like i think that would be huge Ooh. as well and we That'd were like fantastic yeah so yeah definitely <laughs> but it's good to see some of that come over and like smooth out some shit yeah i'm super excited we're we're getting like I know I've been saying this for a couple weeks now, but like very close to a closed beta as well as a spark campaign for interchain info. And along with all that, uh, a bunch of like previews of what we're actually building. Cause for the most part, uh, at least publicly, we've kept most of our designs and stuff in house, but it's right around the corner. Um, and we're also going to be ramping up our sort of communication and marketing efforts around it so actually we have some cool stuff planned with delray and stake in here soon i'm gonna go on a donna video at some point um liam's we have no hard date but we're gonna do something with liam and honestly anybody and uh anyone you guys you know enjoy the content of interviews or otherwise feel free to shout us out to them or dm us or whatever we're definitely ramping up into the sort of outreach and pitch ourselves phase so can we can we talk about the thing we did earlier or not yet? Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, I think it's it's out of our hands that it's not available at this exact moment. So uh, I feel yeah, like no, that's fine. Total. I just like the whole idea of it. Like, so a while back, you guys remember Timmy and Spark IBC did the campaign for Terra Spaces and it ran for uh, like two weeks or something. We raised like fifteen hundred bucks, which I then threw right into the slot machine. Um, but I was like, man, this would be, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was like, this would be super cool if it was like a, a thing that was just like forever living on, on the site. Like it, why, why I get like doing a campaign to like get everyone to like donate at the same, you know, kind of time frame and shit. But I think like for the bigger picture and for like a longer term sustainability, having this set of contracts and this easy way to like embed it in basically i think anything that like won't block pop-ups and allows you know html code to be added to it and that gives people that connection that they can then kick over some funds super super easy so that's going to be live probably in the next few days maybe a week uh on the terrace spaces site 
And then once people see how dope it is, I'd like to start getting other groups, like getting it in, in, into their systems as well. Because I think the more people we can get using this, the more people we can then funnel to the directory, can then find all of their niches that they, they want to hang out in, whether they're a, a trailer park kid or a trash panda or a bad kid or a maneki or, you know, whatever. Like, I think the more of that we can get out there, the, the easier we'll be and more prepared we'll be once this next cycle kicks off. Yeah. So a little context there. So even though TerraSpace's campaign closed after a certain period of time, on-chain, the actual smart contracts for his campaign remained open. And so what we've built is a little module thing he can plug into his site or anyone could really put on any site um, that allows like continual donation to him through our campaign so you can keep earning Spark points. Um, and we can just sort of extend our platform to third-party sites because I'm sure a lot of you have heard me say this. Um, right now, it makes sense that this is probably how most people see us. We haven't done a lot of campaigns, but most people sort of think of Spark as like uh, an organization that organizes and runs campaigns. And while we certainly do that, we want people to think of Spark more as a platform and a tool for the community to use, kind of like a launch pad, but just with a little bit more, uh, you know, oversight and like verification and polish to each campaign rather than just letting anyone spin up anything. And so what we've built for Finn here and for anyone in any campaign, including our general fund, is just going to kind of expand, hopefully, that uh mindset of the project where now you know if you are someone that sort of fits our general criteria you're providing some sort of chain agnostic benefit to like the general ecosystem um, you could spin up a campaign now and you know even later down the road when hopefully we're busy and we have campaigns back to back that are like our main primary focus you could still open up a side one and just have people donate to you like they might already be doing but do it through the spark platform so they can earn spark points um put their name on the leaderboard and interact with some of the cool things that spark points are going to unlock down the road so yeah this is like one of the cool. things i'd one of the things I'd like to like start doing more with it once we actually get it going is seeing if we can use it as a way to kind of gauge interest on things. Like, so I've had this idea because there's just so much raw content from these spaces. Like there's about 250 spaces now on average per month for the last three months. And like, it's just me archiving them, cleaning up the audio and all that shit. But how cool would it be if we could get, like a campaign spun up that let these other content creators get some sort of funding for going through all of that content and like making more digestible content. Again, the pyramid, right? Upside down, TerraSpaces being the large funnel, and then all of like the the Joes and the the Donnas and, and everything more towards the bottom because there's so much diverse content there, I feel like you could have like five or six people with their communities, like drilling down into the ones they want, getting the bits out of it, even using it as inspiration for what content to create. Like, what are people talking about? What kind of questions do people have? There's a lot of like really good data there, but again, mm. there's just so much of it, right? Wait, like it's, so it's hard to go through. 
That sounds pretty similar to an idea we've actually had internally, um, which actually I'd love everybody up here's feedback on it and tell me if this is kind of similar to what you're thinking, Finn, or maybe not. Um, but we've had an idea to launch a campaign uh, that would be called something like uh, the outrate, uh, Outreach committee or onboarding committee or campaign or some some language like that but basically it would be one of these ever open campaigns um we would probably do you know a week or two highlighting it where it's the main campaign but we'd also create um like a persistent donation channel that would basically go to a pool of funds um for a little mini project that we at spark would oversee and that would basically be paying certain people in the community who we feel have the knowledge and the writing skills to very specifically and carefully craft certain pieces of content and, and articles. So we all know that like for the most part, um, less so true for the smaller creators, but especially as you scale up to like Liam and CryptoCito's size, there is a certain element of having to make content on what's relevant. You need those views. You need to post on the hottest airdrop. And so basic things like how to use Kepler when the newest update comes out or, uh, you know, just how the cosmos is sort of put together in general for someone totally new who needs to actually get explained like these are separate chains uh cosmos station kepler etc these are different wallet interfaces but i can have the same on-chain thing all these low level things there's not a huge incentive for good content around them to be made so we've kind of had this idea to just have like a a newbie fund that's sort of always open that you can contribute that will constantly use to churn out onboarding content like specifically focus is that sort of in the realm That's, of what you were thinking I, that as well as like looking at it from an seo perspective once the next mm -hmm. cycle starts a lot of people are going to be searching for a lot of things and like having all of these there's like what 2200 or something different posts with you know a lot of the same protocols and and names and projects and stuff in there is awesome for this seo but it would be more awesome if there was multiples of people doing that from the level that we're at here down and like breaking all of that content up into more SEO posts posted from more different people, not just obviously the same one from TerraSpaces over and over again, but having different authorship associated with it. Like all of that stuff goes into the SEO rating. And then you can even get like some sort of like marketing seo trend word analysis done and then start offering bounties for people to fulfill like all right we need 500 words with these five words used two to three times throughout in the heading and you know all that seo shit right have yep. have those set up as bounties but then offering them like okay here's the content get it from there and make it your own digestible version for your particular community so it's helping them get the content it's helping cosmos overall just by having more of this content out there for just you know pure seo purposes okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i think i think i'm glad you brought that up in general because i think cosmos has a huge seo issue like only the main pages or the main big players, you know, Mintscan, Cosmos Hub's official site, etc. Like really show up when you Google someone. Someone asked me something earlier in our chat. Um, 
in our discord i think is like what is the unbonding period for territory unbonding time and i'm sure there are tools out there i'm sure many of you guys know them but i just realized i was like how do you how do you find something like that quickly you cannot just google well, that what is like, territory's unbonding period like you know what i mean do you do you remember like when terra was really like starting to blow up and all of those hack not hacks but like people started getting exploited and what they figured it out was people were googling the name of the protocol and there was a set of scammers out there that were buying up the adwords the ad. for it showing up masking the actual domain like doing all this like yep. shady shit and then just draining their wallets so that that's kind of what like always had me thinking about this and like the more of our own legit content we can get out there the better we can kind of help fight that when it when you know the time comes yep hey just before i forget um in addition to uh the new update we have here for kind of anyone to use, but that we're using TerraSpaces as the example with third-party site donation modules and persistent campaigns. Um, we actually have another really cool update, which is if anybody has heard the buzz around Stargaze names and Stargaze sites, um, Stargaze sites, super cool, like kind of giving me like a GeoCities vibe if anyone was around back in the day for that, but little customizable profiles for where you can show off your on-chain NFTs, information and stuff. Um, we'll be integrating Spark campaigns right into those natively. Um, we share some developers across the two teams, so it's just a match made in heaven. Like TerraSpaces will have a Stargaze name and a Stargaze site. And on that, there will be like a natively integrated uh, link to donate to his Spark IBC campaign. So, so um, the other thing, before I forget, the other thing that I was thinking that we could use this for that would be really cool is tracking like leaderboard like you guys are already doing, but then incentivizing with different rewards, NFTs, stuff like that, and using the new Stargaze profile thing to show off like, all right, for the next three weeks or whatever, whoever donates is going to get a chance to win and then like be able to actually display the NFTs. And then Ooh. from that point, being able to like incentivize different validators and different, you know, pieces of the ecosystem. Cause like before there's people send anonymous donations every now and then. And I have no idea, like, is it for Cadena or Polygon or like, was it just in general? Like, I don't know where to focus my time if I don't have that that data there. And yeah. I think funneling people here and encouraging them to utilize that rather than just sending a donation with no memo like to one of the yep. fucking 25 wallet addresses there. And that'll start building up some good data that we can say, all right, next month, like the top three in the leaderboard are gonna get like whatever. Like we'll we'll get Molly Rack to like you know, actually, some, some here's, here's an idea. This would especially be fitting for you, Finn, but honestly, it could probably fit with any use of this tool um, for the third party like donation modules. The thing on your site, we could maybe add a field. So you put in how much you want to donate and then we could also put in another field that's optional for like uh, donor name or a source of donation or something like that. And what that would effectively do on chain is it would actually just put it in the memo for your transaction. So we have it all like, you know, hard coded on chain. Uh, but that could that could also maybe 
because obviously as soon as someone donates they are able to edit their name on the leaderboard but some people might just not go that extra step especially if they're from another ecosystem like cadena or polygon or something might not know what that is but maybe if there's just uh, an easy field right there for donor name people might be uh like more willing yeah to do and it. it make it like not not necessary like if you yeah. want to stay anonymous like totally cool but if if you want to be like hey this is to keep recording like the the cadena full spend exactly. yacht club spaces for example or whatever like here this is going towards that and then yeah. you could almost go a step further and have leaderboards for the different ecosystems and really like get a competition going like oh i see juno's kind of like lagging here but here comes polygon because edwin finally convinced one planet to to pony up and then like have you know it, it puts a spotlight on that particular ecosystem and people like that it it helps out the thing that they're using because they want to listen to these as podcasts and not you know fiddle with yeah. the volume knob the whole show that actually would fit right into uh one of our actually probably our next big update that's going to be on the spark site like next in line right after this module um and that is a third leaderboard tab so for anyone who's played around you know right now there are validators um and private wallets and kind of for the same motivation behind validators you know you can go there for one more source of info of who you might want to validate with people who have given back to the ecosystem um, we're adding a third tab for organizations because we want to slowly roll out some process where grants can be issued as part of a campaign so for example like the interchain foundation or you know osmosis ministry of whoever writes the grants over there or the juno growth dow um, if they want to issue a grant for something that also has a campaign that can go through our system and they can get a spot on the organization tab of the leaderboard. So for the same exact thing you were just talking about, Finn, with cross ecosystems, we as a community might start to actually get a transparent, easy to find and look at source of like, okay, who's actually like putting the money where their mouth is? Who's actually contributing to our ecosystem and funding like tangible things that we can see the benefit of and i'm really That's excited super about dope that. just because of like how many projects there are in these ecosystems like say that juno itself because it is you know what it is doesn't or isn't able to to support the recordings but there's like four projects in there that really like their spaces being archived like exactly. they can kick in and get up on that leaderboard and show that like all right like juno is showing up it's just not in the way that like you were expecting and I, no, yeah i think exactly. that's huge because that's more exposure for all of them like to me like it, it's almost like that that old adage that like you can you can tell a lot about a person by how they treat their waiters and waitresses and stuff and like i feel like that applies to this a lot like you can really tell who the legit people are based on what they're supporting and what they're what they're promoting and or what they're even just into and I think yeah. that could be a really big signal for everybody when they are new, looking to see like, all right, which community should I gravitate towards? Like, it, it's just another bit of data that they can use, you know, it's good shit. Yeah, no, I think uh, I, I'm very cognizant um, of sort of where we are and where we plan to be. I think pretty much everyone in this space right now, pretty small crowd, like, you guys are all 
uh, like pretty close friends of mine at this point, or in general, like really kind of know what's going on with the project. These are the homies, right? Like this yeah, is the core. But, but the reality is we haven't actually proved ourselves yet. We've done like one campaign for you. The other campaign we did didn't even require funding just because people in the cosmos are so awesome. Um, and so we're not at the point where a, a validator or an organization would look at our leaderboard and be like, oh, it's actually like, not only do we want to support this effort, but it's good publicity and exposure for us to be on there and like showing that we are doing these things. Um, but we absolutely do think we'll get there. And once we do get to that point, there is such a sort of layer of opaqueness to funding and big players in the cosmos it, it comes from the same reason there's like trouble with onboarding with all these different sovereign chains and decentralized communities and DAOs and one-off projects it's it's really hard to actually figure out okay like what is ignite spending money on what is the interchain foundation spending money on what is the grants from secret network going towards the grants from xyz the community pool funds whatever uh, like where is all this actually going um sometimes it's very clear but more often than not it's sort of it, it leaves us all wondering where the big money is flowing and what it's being used for and so i do think we'll get to a point where we can actually like make a dent in that problem with people being able to check out our leaderboard and see like oh wow like it turns out the uh I'm trying to pull like a crazy example out of my ass it turns in out osmosis did give terra spaces eighty thousand dollars let's fucking go right. boys <laughs> no but like here's a great example an unlikely player out of all the chains and like big teams we've reached out to uh in the interchain i think one of the most receptive has been injective like injective is not often thought about as super cosmos i mean they absolutely are by every extent but they're not they're like slightly adjacent and they don't have as much community overlap but yet they have been like fully in support of what we're doing and it would be so interesting if like a year or so down the road you're able to go to our leaderboard and be like wow like injective hub and thus the Stargaze community from Community Pool are like the ones actually really supporting interchain efforts. Look at them up there on the leaderboard. Like, I think that'd be very cool to see once we have like a couple years of data and like some averages sort of pan out. Um, it'll well, give you're us basically like you're talking about taking all of that fun data that the the on chain sleuths get to play with, and you're like presenting it to normal people like you and yep. me and. Like, I'm not going to sleuth shit, but if I see somebody else did and they present that data in a, like, nice, easy for me to understand with my smooth brain way, like, that's that data is so important in the decisions you make on where you're going to go, you know? A hundred percent. Especially with all the drama that happens in Cosmos and, like, various players and sides, like, there's a lot of uncertainty and... I don't know. I think the more info, the better in, in all circumstances. But what's going on, Mayor? Thanks for popping up. Hey, Timmy. Hey, thanks for uh, hosting. And uh, pretty interesting day. Uh, I'd know. say so. Um, I actually was looking to pivot here soon. I was going to ask everyone who's up here on the mic currently just... What are your general thoughts on the situation? Very open-ended, but like, man, 
FTX really uh really coming out of nowhere with well not totally out of nowhere but with some pretty big swings we're down around 16k on bitcoin <laughs> yeah i mean definitely when an exchange this large ends up you know halting withdrawals and um you know it's it's mass chaos of course i mean a, a lot a lot of a lot of people can't can't reach their tokens you know and i, I was listening in earlier what you guys were talking about as far as like you know the the one thing that makes crypto unique that you can t- take self custody of your um of your assets is like fixes a lot of this and people don't take advantage of that and um i, I was just listening to your guys' conversation you guys were talking about like you know it would be sad that if it's it's lack of um you know responsibility and the fact that people can't keep their own um stuff secure would be the downfall and i don't know man you know it's like i think as technology advances people tend to adapt but it it is there are i just really feel like it's it is not we are a lot further away from maybe mass adoption than than what we had hoped you know yeah also i think mass adoption is just gonna look very different than what most of us initially thought depending on how long you've been in this space yeah yeah but but i also think that there there is you know wherever there is opportunity and where wherever there is um you know wherever there's a need like capitalism finds a way of of supplying that you know um a fix to that and i i definitely think there are there are ways to um solve a lot of these issues but you know those that's a lot a different conversation for a different time but um you know, as far as Cosmos stuff goes, I think it's, um, I think this is really a big opportunity for the ecosystem to shine because, um, you know, so obviously I think Solana, not, not just the token, but I think their, their, their community is faking, is facing something that is like on, on the event of, uh, you know, like mass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, cause I mean, I kept hearing all this talk last night about the Solend whale and its liquidation point, and I'm pretty sure we're well below whatever that is now. So I, I haven't even followed that, but I think there might have been like a pretty big cascade of liquidations on chain for Solana today. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how active was the DeFi on Solana. I had always heard that. I mean, I've never, I've never been on the chain. I've never bought any solana nfts but I, I always thought that the nft scene was bigger on solana than the DeFi. do you know uh i mean i think it's it depends like what metric you're saying bigger or small i think it definitely got more hype and more talked about than the DeFi. yeah but as yeah, for like I guess we could just go to DeFi llama and just look and see what their total value lock was and stuff like that i'm not in front of a laptop right now but yeah. um from, yeah, from just it up and yeah, I was right. So 18 hours ago, FTX fiasco leads to soul whale liquidating millions amid crypto bloodbath. So according to data provided by lending platform Solend, a major Solana whale is amid liquidations with over 44 million outstanding USDC debt. Wow. With 2.45 Solana tokens set as collateral, 2.45 mil Solana set as collateral, 
Um, do, do, do. I think the one thing we're forgetting, Timmy and Mayor, yeah, is that fortune fortune favors the brave. <laughs> it sure does, and and maybe not in this situation, but usually, right? You know, no, most- no, yeah. Th- this is an amazing buying opportunity. If if you don't, if if you really understand, if if you really feel. I mean, it, it's so hard to pull the trigger down here when, you oh, know, chain so- link is so juicy right now. You're right. Yeah. But if you believe in <laughs> technology that, um, you know, a lot of these protocols are going to be used, let's just say 12, 12 months from now. So November, 2023, or, you know, 10 months from now, you know, September next of next year, if you feel like a lot of these protocols, you know, whether it's Ethereum, Polygon or Chainlink or whatever, you feel it's going to be around. I think the, the big underlying question now is how serious are the regulators going to get, you know? And I, I just saw, you know, some, uh, there's a lot of stuff going around. I was just in a spaces with real vision and, you know, there were, there was like 5,000 people in the space and they were all talking about, you know, how serious this is and how it's going to get regulators are just going to, you know, just gives them more ammunition. Well, this is how it gets on their radar, right? Like one of those regulators kids gets bit and it's over, you know, he goes to mommy and daddy and then it becomes their whole like campaign platform. Basically it's, it's the whole like obscene lyrics thing all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and, and like just this year, this year, but it's like, they don't understand what the real problem is. It's kind of like you guys were hitting on it earlier. It's, it's these, whenever there's humans involved, you know, it's not like this stuff doesn't happen on wall street. It's not like it doesn't happen, you know, in all these big, you know, investment banks and stuff like that. It's just, they're so regulated to the, to, to the max that they, they find ways around it, you know, and then every once in a while someone gets, you know, like some corporation or BlackRock gets a, you know, a, a hundred million dollar fine, but that's nothing to them, you know, or a $50 million fine. Well, and that, that industry has also been around a lot longer than this. Uh, granted, it is a lot of the same tricks and everything, but I feel like they're more adept at maneuvering them without causing a bunch of like public facing damage, you know, until Reddit got involved, obviously with, with Robin hood. Yeah. Yeah. Like they find ways to scam people. Like, let's just look at, you know, like the credit card, you know, um, predatory lending with the credit cards and stuff like that. They, they find ways, ways to suck as much money out of this, you know, from people as possible. And every once in a while, you know, they get their hand caught in the cookie jar and they'll get a, a fine. So, but w- I guess the, what I was, what I'm getting to is the space I was listening to. There was one good speaker. He, he was just really clear about, he's like, whenever there's humans involved, there's going to be failures. There's going to be people over leveraging people. Are, their people are going to be using leverage and whenever, especially when there's not as much re- regulation. And he's like, but he was saying that kind of like what you guys were saying. It's like decentralized finance solves this. It's like when, when everything is on chain and you know, you can, you can make it to where, um, you know, there's not that much human, human interaction involved. It's like, it that kind of solves a lot of these problems, like a central, um, centralized exchange over leveraging themselves and now they're they've got a six billion dollar hole you know it it does but so as as we've been talking i've just been like doing a little more research and like so here's what's really interesting so like part of the ftx problem right is insolvency it's that they don't have the money needed to basically meet customer withdrawals and other business obligations and 
weirdly enough, and I, I guess this actually doesn't really go against anything. I've always said Solana is literally not a blockchain. Like, I don't know if anyone's heard me say that, but I've said it mainly due to just the fact that, you know, one or two entities can just completely shut it off or close it. Or sorry, I've said it is not a decentralized blockchain. It's obviously a blockchain, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like Ripple or the things that were around before Bitcoin um, with just a facade of decentralization. But another reason it kind of isn't is because it is so inefficiently coded. Um, when Solana like shuts down, we think of it as just like, oh, that's a, a poor, poorly coded blockchain that can't handle a lot of congestion. But really, that is like breaking one of the core sort of things that make a blockchain special, especially one like Bitcoin, is that they don't stop running. They don't they don't do what looks like is about to happen on Solana which is due to network congestion, this Solana whale on Soland um, is about to be like more underwater than his collateral is worth. So the way Soland works here is has an 85% liquidation threshold, meaning if you had uh, $100 million of collateral on there and... Oh, wait, I'm doing the math backwards. You... You could take out a loan for up to 85 or 850,000. No, if you had 100, I forget what my initial number was. Just do 1 million. Just do 1 million. Yeah, if you had had a million dollars in collateral, you could take out 850K in a loan. But if like that is right at your limit, anywhere closer to that or any, any higher, if the value of your collateral drops at all, it would start to liquidate you. Likewise, if you only took out, let's say, $500,000, but your million dollars of collateral started shrinking, as soon as it got to that 85% threshold, it would start liquidating you. Right now, this user is already below that 85% threshold. Currently, his loan is not worth more than his collateral, but it's right on the edge. And so if that happens due to continued failed congestion and honestly i bet you it's also partly a lack of buyers to actually liquidate that loan and follow the other part of the transaction but they're saying it's because of congestion um then that almost is exactly what just happened with ftx there is a protocol and users that is left with bad debt even though we think of it being hard-coded on chain that's impossible like the money is there somewhere it's locked in that's what a smart contract does when we take these shortcuts and do these sort of things that i I don't know what exactly they did in solana that made it so unreliable um but we almost like lose the benefit of blockchain in the first place i think that's one reason that ethereum will always have prominence and like dominance and relevance because like ave on ethereum i would love to have a a developer in here who could maybe fact check me on this but like i'm far less worried about something like this ever happening there um because of ethereum's just time proven uptime and like things might get expensive and slow but they are processed in the right order and they work it would it would be crazy to see something like this happen there um and it's it's just ironic to me as i'm reading this about the solend whale that what's about to happen 
on Solend, which by the way, Solend is a lending platform on Solana, if that wasn't obvious, um, is like mimicking what happened with FTX. And, it, and it's just so funny because it ties into yeah, what you made. Even though it's decentralized, even though it's just all on chain. Because it's not really decentralized, right? Yeah. Like Solana took so many shortcuts and weird tweaks that it, yeah. it doesn't have the properties of a decentralized blockchain in the way that Isn't we this like basically what Robinhood did when GME and all that shit was happening? They're just like, sorry, congestion. And then they killed all the fucking cells or whatever. And then like, well, it, I feel like yeah, it's, it's a little different, but I think. And anyways, I th- I think this is a great opportunity for um, the Cosmos ecosystem to um, just do what do what we do best and argue about our gov- governance stuff and try 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 to make the ecosystem better. You know, <laughs> it's like, we're yep. gonna do what we do best and shit post from alt accounts and argue and just have a good time. So wait, Finn, um, can I? Actually, go ahead, B-Bands, for sure. Hey, um, so I kind of took the liberty and posted up to the top of the nest before I even said hello, and I, I apologize for that. But um, no worries. I was listening to what you guys were saying, and I found it. Um, I uh, put to the top all of J.P. Morgan's fines that they've received. Um, all <laughs> of the, so if you go, you can go through and see every how it the it affected the um, markets and everything and you can go and see every single one of their not but their biggest fines that they've got they've um been involved with and i just find it um hilarious that you know they're still they're getting fined so much they're doing all this insider trading and all this stuff and yet they're still running so i mean you know is solana gonna really you know is anything really gonna happen to ftx like who knows this might just blow over you know what i mean you know the, you know what the best analogy to to jp morgan in this case might be tether yeah oh lord baby don't say that bite your fucking tongue oh no, my god it, about about like six months ago i converted my uh thoughts on tether to you know what i'm just gonna hope it's one of those scams that like really never dies at this point <laughs> yeah until we get like a- a jp morgan honestly at this point <laughs> we needed I to mean, just keep until, doing it smoking until mirrors. we get some sort of like stable decentralized stable coin like whether it's usk or, or silk or a combination of them all like we are I, so reliant on these awful cbdc's and i feel so bad about having to like use them but like we don't really have a choice i would never ever build anything on top of it but I yeah. think for like using it for normal, you know, user purposes and, and not getting wrecked. I mean, we saw it depeg a little bit today and people were like, oh, is this how it starts? I, I mean, do want to say B-Bands, they had a really good conversation on their uh, bare bones of Web3 this week. I think, I'm not sure if it was B-Bands or somebody else, but they were like naming off some of the things that like i think was it ftx or something that had on their books and they're like the ottawa retirement fund or like some something silly like that and that shit just made me laugh i heard it when i was editing it and i was like damn we are so fucked you guys i think that was saber scene doing her her analysis but the point is your show is awesome and people should definitely catch it the bare bones Um, of web 3 weekly 
You know what's crazy? Today, yesterday is the day they decided to do the mint for her skellies. And this is all, I mean, they're like 68% minted, but it's still kind of crazy. Of This is the day that they just chose to do mint. <laughs> and everything's crashing. <laughs> but honestly, stars held up pretty good com comparatively, right? Like, it didn't dump no, like, 50% or nothing. No, I think still it's still like a nickel. Four, four now, right? yeah. Which is good because before it was at like three or four, like leading up to this, and then it hit five and everyone rejoiced. But like it hasn't gone to one yet, so that's dope. Also, shout out to the Space Skellies for their mint and switching up kind of not really last minute, but kind of last minute and uh, minting up on, on Stargaze. I got my stoner one. I'm happy. Happy camper. Oh, I didn't see it. I need to see it. I got I, mine is a stoner too. I would consider it a stoner. Finn, we just got some uh, some good news. It looks oh like, shit! Is it, it ready? Like, looks like prof. Knock on wood. Um, they they pushed the bug updates, and so maybe within fifteen minutes she will be good to go. For anyone oh, who's not talking about a um, little bit earlier, we were talking about this. We. One of our latest like developments for Spark is a little widget that can go on third-party sites that plugs right into a specific campaign. So hopefully within like a half hour here, you will be able to donate to Finn's Spark IBC campaign on his site. So, And uh, then get Spark points, and then we'll be able to kick off some cool giveaways and incentives for people supporting my work. And I'm excited for that. I like being able to like do giveaways and stuff with, uh, for for people that are supporting. Is anybody? Well, buy, hey, I just is anybody buying the dip? Uh, yeah, dibbling. I'm I'm dibbling a little bit. I I jumped too early on Adam and bought in at like twelve. I did go wow. after Kuji. Kuji dropped below a dollar and then dropped below 80 cents. And then I was like, fuck. I, I And I did like a while back, Kuji kicked in. And I think Kuji was at like a buck 12 or a buck nine. So I converted it all to USDC. And then I just let it sit there thinking that at some point it was going to dip below a dollar again. And uh, yeah, so I've, I've been digging that one. Kuji. Awesome. I love the uh, new uh, interface for Osmosis. It looks super sleek and clean. Wow. Yeah, the, the mobiles, they they move some of the stuff on the mobile, some of the buttons, they switch sides on them, so, but it'll take a while to get used to, but I I um I like it. But hey, anyways, real quick, uh Finn, while we got you, I mean, I appreciate everything you you do and um Spark IBC, uh I'm validating to you on Tori and I appreciate everything you're doing. Um yeah, I really appreciate Timmy. I, I I just really feel like the community stuff like this is it's. I mean, this is this is what is going to make a difference. I, I really think it's gonna. It's it's a long it's the long long road we got ahead. But it's like if if we really want this ecosystem to be better, and uh, Cosmos Spaces shout out for sure. Um, this this is where it's going to happen right here. I think it it's the time that you can like try stuff 
And if it like fucks up or fails, like not a big deal. Cause like homie over there just lost like $10 million. So like, <laughs> I feel like you can, <laughs> you could get away with like really like getting your shit locked down for the next run. And like all the stuff I was talking about earlier, as far as like taking all of that content and making it more digestible and just spreading it out, like getting all of that stuff, right. This is the perfect time to do that. And while the builders are building, I feel like it's up to us to keep keep people interested and and keep things moving along, you know, as as far as community facing. Because the builders need to build, and the more time they're in spaces answering everyone's dumbass questions, like that's less time they're able to build. I feel like me and Timmy and Bands and Gaines and Mayor and everybody that hosts these spaces, like we can answer dumbass questions, no problem, and we can keep people involved you know and between that and all of the games and discord and everything like i think we'll be all right we just gotta gotta keep positive and not eat each other you know yo okay so first off mayor that means a lot much appreciated i i totally agree i think like you know honestly my projects and raccoon uh both come to mind and actually quite a few others but just as like ones that don't seem deterred by the bear market and that we'll see that pay off you know when things pick back up um but two finn it looks like we are good to go so if you want to update your site people could go test it out oh shit bark donations live on terraspace's site i'm also excited to like incorporate that with like some rack lotteries I think we could do a lot yeah. of fun, fun cross promotional fun stuff. Can I send uh, Finn some testnet tokens? Would he appreciate that? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Timmy, though, if you had to pick one right now during this dip, no, nope, not financial advice, right? Link or Juno? Juno. What's my time frame? Now, right now, right now. No, 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 no. Like, how long am I holding for? When do I want my profit seen? Until it's profit. As soon as there's profit, you can take it if you want it. So like Lambo. next year, Lambo. That's a Lambo or die. Let's <laughs> soonest possible Lambo Juno. One hundred percent positive. My grandchildren will have you know a retirement fund chain link. Very different time frames. Yeah, long term, long term time time frame. You're looking at chain link. But... The only reason I don't want to get into Chainlink, but my number one thing I like about Chainlink is not that I think its price is going to rock it up, not that I think it's the next big 100x, but it's the s- literal singular crypto project that I'm positive is going to be around in 10, 20, 30 years. Like, you know, even if Chainlink dies, I mean, uh, sorry, even if Ethereum dies, uh, they're already working with Swift. Like they are, are ingrained in our world's big boy economy and like financial system. They'll just spin up their own shit. So that's the one reason I really like Link. Not because I think it's a great investment necessarily, but it is a safe investment. Well, it is great in that respect, but, not hey, in the crypto sense. <laughs> quick question on that though. Would even if they use their technology in traditional finance, would the token holders benefit from it? Or would they spin up a corporation, you know? Mm. Interesting. That'd be I think I think a lot of what they what they have built and what most oracles are building, uh, like trying to, is such a delicate balance and like intricate house of cards 
that I think any change to the fundamental like tokenomics and stuff would probably topple it, whether through just being a betrayal of the trust in the system or through yeah. actual like it doesn't work anymore with different yeah because they're they're going to implement staking for for yeah for link token but um yeah i think juno at two dollars gains just yeah my, my personal opinion juno at two not two dollars here is flipping ridiculous like my gosh but then again the, the entire market is down 20 percent. so you know yeah so like i probably think at this moment juno is more undervalued than Chainlink. That's probably a slightly different question than like which I would just invest in, but equally like that sort of frames my thoughts well. I think Juno's at more of a discount relative to, you know, what market cap it should be at or yeah, discount wise. Juno man, Juno, I wanna tell you something, man, Juno. I've never judged a chain link, man. Juno. Oh my god. What is what is chain link? I, I don't have any. Oh actually also, we're live on terraspaces.org slash donate. It should all be So I will, as soon as I have like more time, I'll I'll get like your logo and shit in there. But right now I just made like a little, just a text thing. And if, do you want me to link it to your Twitter account or to just spark ibc.zone? Wait, what, uh, what is this for? Sorry. Just the header. It says donate via Spark IBC, and then oh, Spark gotcha. IBC is a link. Do you want to go to your Twitter or to your Spark IBC dot zone website? Probably Seth? to Twitter, right? Um, yeah, because going through the interface will take people to the site. Good call. Good call. Okay. So, if anyone wants to go test it out, you'll notice um, on the TerraSpaces integration, and this will be added to the main site soon. There's a little swap button that will automatically take you to a Rango page with the end result being Axelar USDC on Juno. So no matter where you might have some liquidity, it's like two or three button clicks away from donating. So that's something we plan to integrate at a deeper level. So it'll be something like Rango working under the hood. You won't even have to go to their site. Um, but for now it is just that much easier. And apparently- This is so cool. Sorry, thank you so much, dude. This is so cool. This is like and, what I've been wanting since like I started doing more Cosmos stuff. Like this is awesome. Apparently, it will have Cosmos station support in two minutes as well. So we'll have Kepler, Kepler Mobile, Cosmos station, and then I know um, Leap Wallet will be in there soon. There's just some weirdness going on. This but is let's awesome. go, Spark ships. Shout out maybe. to your dev, man. That dude, like. I don't code. I mean, I can do a little HTML and shit, but like I was just sharing my screen with him in Discord and he just like, boom, 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 told yep. me exactly what to do. And like, we mess with the sizes and borders, just trying to get it, you know, just so. And oh man, Dude, he was it, excited it was so too. Like, I, I was it. a little bit worried. He was like, almost like, I don't know. He was excited. And so he was like, no, 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 just right there. Yeah. Oh, and then we can try this. And I was like, I hope Finn doesn't get like overwhelmed. Oh, no. That um, shit was awesome, man. That's no, exactly he's, what I'm on. He's great. Um, for, anyone, for anyone wondering, like one of the main people behind this was Yosef Levington, who uh, did pretty much all of the Stargaze front end and a good bit of the back end and is working on Stargaze sites, which is part of our crossover there. But yeah, dude is go. super talented. He ships. Awesome. That's so cool. Now we just need to get a Cosmos Spaces website set up. We get Cosmos Radio set up. Get those mm -hmm. linked in there. 
Here we go. Here we go. We get uh, the AI bot it. to cover I like what all you're of like, I like the way you think. I like the way you right? think. Right? And it's, it's Hey Gaines, mm-hmm. do you guys have any kind of donation channel set up or do you mainly just like say like delegate to our validator if you want to support us? Yeah, we just mainly say delegate to our our validators. Correct. We used to have uh, tipping wallets. They might still be on the link tree, but we we never get any tips. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys, I I like interact entirely with your stuff, obviously on Twitter. Do you guys have any kind of like site that you maintain? I know for a while you had, I got some like previews of some stuff you were building, but it was more so All the flex, right? The NFT flex. Yeah. Is that so a live like, site? Like, would if so we were to do a campaign for you guys, would you have somewhere to put like a donation module, sort of? Yeah, slap it in there. It'll yeah. Well, actually, guys, this this uh, Friday, we have a meeting with DesignDAO to work on like a, a website. Well, at least to just find out the details on what it takes to build our website and how much it would cost. And we also might have to do some sort of like. Uh, not rebrand entirely but just to clean things up because that's what they also do they want to do the website plus kind of like a a a rebranding of some sort it would still be cosmos places of course but maybe just come up with a few different kind of logos but still keep it the same the same flavor right that's awesome you tell them we want a two-for-one deal because Terra Spaces fucking, needs the same shit. <laughs> yo, how fucking cool though, Design DAO. I've heard of them around. I haven't like known of anyone who's worked with them, but like that is just so cool. That's so Web three. Do you know but exactly yeah, how that works, Games? I'm kind of curious. Like, is it just a bunch of different people who are sort of artists and designers that are all like, how does Design DAO work? It's actually just Fiverr. With a dude that like collects the money <laughs> in the middle, <laughs> might be Finn himself. I mean, he he did his own website. I think that's it's right. Nice, if they right? all like, if, if they start looking like WordPress sites, you know, you know who did it. <laughs> I, I Timmy, Timmy, that's a good question. I don't know the entire team behind Design Dow, so that's why we're super excited for the the meeting on Friday. Yep. Yep, yep. We've been saving um, our commission rewards just for this because our website sucks, man. Our website is just bad. It, it's bad. But hey, it was uh, done by a community member, which we appreciate. And even that they know, like, it, it's just to get us started. It was just something to get us started. So, yeah. No, you can and never like all complain. This, can never like complain all about stuff, <laughs> all All the stuff that you guys have, like, done community facing for like not having a website and just kind of like piggybacking off of other platforms like twitter and shit like you guys have fucking killed it everybody wants to get on cosmo spaces to shield their project and to tap into that community a little bit of cosmo spaces i want to say it's mostly because of molly but i mean (laughs) she is the new hr according to this tweet in the nest I really hope Elon doesn't fuck up Twitter. Because, like, just thinking about that, like, Cosmos Spaces, and honestly, like, us getting started, we obviously have a website now, but we no one would know about us. Like, it's all because of Twitter. Like, entire communities and projects are, like, born and grown here. It's crazy. Hey, 
Um, Timmy, did you did you see that Elon did a, a spaces a live spaces today with like oh. 90,000 90, people? No, jeez. Yeah. He he did it with some of the Twitter execs, and he said he's like, "We're gonna break stuff and and mess stuff up." And he's like, "I'm rel-, He's like, "I really need the community to help me, like, get through this growing pains." He's like, "He's like, I'm a tech guy. I I I make things better." But he's like, "We're gonna we're gonna break stuff on the way." I'll 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 I can post a link up top. Um, but it it was a really interesting, and and if you could fast forward through some of it, but um, huh. and that's that's what he was saying. You know, and I hope they don't screw up spaces because that's kind of how we've all kind of been connected for the last year, year, and year, you know? So, but anyways, I, I like the collaboration and yeah, if we can get the Cosmos Spaces website um, upgraded and do some collaboration with Spark and Angel and Terra Spaces, like that's what we got to do, you know? I mean, it's like community driven, but we need to connect and network and it'll it'll be we can we can be a hundred times more stronger together you know i think totally. that's that's why i'm so bullish on this directory like when timmy first hit me up about it it's it's the one thing that we're kind of missing you know to kind of like glue everything together like we're all doing our own things and stuff but like having this centralized which is ironic i i know the irony is not lost on me but having <laughs> one spot that like you can just direct people to as a jumping off point and that can feature things. And like, it, it just, yeah, it, it feels like the like, right I, piece that we need, you know? I genuinely feel like what we're doing with Interchain Info should be 60% of the Interchain Foundation's like budget and daily expenditure. Like it is, I think the problem is Cosmos is too big brained of an ecosystem where all of the sort of bigger players that, you know, informal ignite tendermint, whatever, uh, setting aside any drama, um, they, they don't understand the average person. They think they can just build crazy tech and like people will come, which is true to an extent, but like there is almost no attention paid towards mass adoption. I feel like from big well, players, check it. like they did that and we're the people that came. Right. But yeah. now we need that. Exactly. To like bring it down. Also, like, can you imagine the amount of sweat on those engineers when Elon was like, uh, we're going to do a Twitter space and them just being like, the fuck did he just say? And like scrambling <laughs> to spin up more fucking servers and shit. Oh, my like, God. We can't let yeah. him get rugged. <laughs> yeah, you guys right? are Dude, that's so funny. I, I pinned a link up top. You guys need to listen to some of it because the, the lady that hosted it, like you could tell like she was under a lot of pressure because I think he really did just throw it real fast and say, hey, look, I want to do this because she was like, you could just tell in the tone of her voice, like like the, some of the stuff he was throwing out there. She was like, okay, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. And th there was like 90,000 people in this space. I didn't know they could go that big. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You like imagine like how you hear sometimes in like the smaller projects, it'll be a space of like eight people and their voice will be kind of quivering because they're nervous, like 90,000 people. I honestly think this is almost a really good opportunity to get Dow Dow into a space with Elon and pitch him on making this thing truly decentralized via a Dow, get rid of his board take it private and just fucking oh man if he 
if he the got problem into is, the I feel like if we were to if we were to put that idea in front of Elon, he would be like, "Ooh, I have enough money to just take that idea and build it on my own chain or on build it on Doge." <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? He just he like, and be like, "I don't know what this Juno thing is. Um, I'm gonna go to this on that, 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 does, that would bring enough attention <laughs> to Juno. Just him replying and talking that would bring bring so much attention. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a conversation that's worth pursuing. And you know, you know, what, like, you know what he said. At the end of the space, he said, if anyone here has any suggestions for me, please post them to my profile. I will try to respond. So if you do anything, just listen to the last 10 minutes of it. Maybe us as an entire community should all get behind, like, we pick one account or one person to to make a post on his timeline about that, and we all just engagement farm the shit out of it. Like, But, like, not even just our community, right? Like crypto twitter like kobe gains yeah like we have a bunch of closet cosmonauts out there like all other big and jack and john and everybody yeah yo speaking of crazy live streams did anyone see the uh martin shkreli doquan crossover event the other day that was that was that was wild the comments, like the chat stream, you could totally tell like some of those cats would see something and they were trying not to laugh. Like it, it's kind of the same look you see like when SNL has a new, <laughs> a new person, they're like trying not to laugh because what's his name will yell at him. Like they were, it was so funny. I mean, for such a somber event of who was on there, like it was so funny. That one clip of Shkreli going, you know, prison's not so bad. <laughs> just had me dying oh my god who is that dude like i don't know who that guy is martin screlly the farm yeah, screlly is my right? favorite crook of the 21st century <laughs> so he's the guy that got a lot of backlash backlash for raising the price of a niche drug like 500 percent overnight or 5000 percent. oh yeah yeah the pharmaceutical guy yeah and he is like He's a pretty shit person. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying here, but like I kind of love him. Every time like he came on Twitter randomly as soon as he got out of jail, like this was a couple months ago. He is banned from Twitter, I'm pretty sure. So he made some random burner account called Enrique and gave it one of those Milady NFTs from Ethereum. And I joined that and just popped a bag of popcorn and listened to the crate. Like that was the largest Twitter space I've ever been in. Um, he got banned, you know, like three or four hours into it, <laughs> of course. But so it was just, the, like the anti-parasitic drug Daraprim raised its yeah. price by five thousand four hundred and fifty-five percent, which took it from thirteen dollars and fifty cents up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill. And then charged and convicted in federal court, two counts of securities fraud, one count of conspiring to commit uh, securities fraud, which were unrelated from the the pharmaceutical thing. Uh, He got seven years in Fed pen and 7.4 mil in fines. And then a civil case hit him for another 64.6 million. Uh, And then he bought the sole copy of... That Wu Tang album. And then Finn, since you're a rapper, I believe he, he also purchased uh, the Wu Tang's gold CD that the government ended up buying back from him. 
just so long. Yep. That's so epic. It's the best timeline. Did you know we, about we that, Finn? I yeah, I not like the specifics, but I had heard that he like got a hold of it and then the government got it back somehow. It's like in a museum or the the Hall of Fame or some shit. I don't know. That shit's crazy. Yeah, but Screlly's just like this huge nerd, basically. Like honestly some yeah, of the most the hedge fund manager, like, right? like that that was his gig. Huh. Hedge fund management. He was a yeah. hedge fund manager. That was his gig. Yeah. And then he got into pharmaceuticals and like even the whole like Dare Prem situation, if he is to be believed, basically it was a drug that was so niche in its usage that not a single person was paying for it out of pocket. There was probably only like a couple hundred people in the country even taking it. Um, it would be 100% covered by insurance. And one of the reasons so few people were taking it is because it was a shit drug that nobody had really invested any money into making a better version of. So his idea was like, let me milk the insurance companies on this thing to make a better one. Again, that is if he is to be believed. Um, but it's funny that like that's what he got famous for because really he's just like a finance nerd, like hedge funds and shit. I've I've been in a couple of his live streams where he literally just spends hours reading articles and filling out Excel sheets and just like doing technical analysis that's above my head even. Um, and like it's just like and you know a shitty person. I don't know if this is true. It's on his wiki, but it, it says after he got released from prison in 2022, a planned software platform named Drug-Like, controlled by Skrilli, was announced with a stated aim of supporting the development of new pharmaceutical drugs. An apparently related crypto project, the Martin Skrilli Inucoin, had been launched, <laughs> but in, in August, yeah. it, it lost 90% of its value recovering shortly afterwards to a 55% loss after a wallet belonging to Skrilly yep. sold its holdings. Martin oh my God, he dumped on them. That's so awful. What so, a yeah, he's, he's a piece of shit, but he's one of those, if I had to like, he's one of those villains that's like charmingly goofy, like just absurd and just, I don't like know. Minion, but so right? seeing him and Doquan together was just wild. And then Kobe just like taking shots and being like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And then who are the other people? That was the funniest part is a couple people commented like, who are the two people in the corner? I was like, I don't know. Clearly not important. I believe uh, <laughs> Bernie Madoff was one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, it was funny. But. Yeah, that was. I saw some questions in there and like one of the comments, they were like, real smart. Let's ask the scammer what their take on scamming is. <laughs> it was so like, so, better like, to ask. Was so good. Who better to ask? For real. Like, tell us how the how the hot dogs are made, bro. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear that rumor that through the WSJ that um, Sam Bankman-Fried is on the run? Did you guys hear that or? Oh, God, no, I haven't. OK, I heard him talk for the first time in a, a video and I, I don't want to be mean, uh, Sam. No, no, no. Which but, video? 
Oh, I it was. Oh, you never heard him talk before. Was he was no. he shaking a lot his, his, and in a light blue shirt? Yeah. His voice. It took me by surprise. I thought it was a fake because I was like, "There's no way he would actually sound like that." Like it was ben, so was he, comical. Was he, was he super shaky and in like a light blue shirt? Perhaps. I don't know. There's 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 like one video from somewhat recently going around first it was going around because there was one clip in it of him uh the interviewer basically saying like would you be okay with the government looking at all of your emails and he was like no of course not invasion of privacy blah 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 he was like so then why are you okay with the government seeing everyone's like financial statements and xyz and stuff and he just had this like really bad moment of freezing up and just like shaking and like looking yeah, at the hearing like, oh. yeah yeah that was yeah wasn't that on maybe i'm not sure i feel like he painted so. a pretty healthy target on himself by doing that you know but, it's but like reason. in the weed industry when cannabis was getting legalized so like you had people like that that would just say the dumbest shit and people would be like i can't believe you just said that like get the fuck out of here well, but like, what's, interesting dude, too, right? what's interesting too, because Finn, I don't know if maybe if that was the first video you saw that you were talking about, but the other reason that video has been going around recently is because I think like one little viral tweet kind of sparked it where someone basically compared and just put up two two images, one of him like six months ago and one of him now. And it is like very clear that this man has been under stress and is not doing well, like health wise. And so people are like, wow, like not that you should make your financial decisions off someone's health, but it's almost like you can see the writing on the walls in retrospect, like things at FTX have not been good for a while. So much so that it is like apparent on Sam's health. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that that turned probably around, if not a little before, but probably around the time of the UST crash. I bet is when they all started like sweating and being like, Oh yeah. Well, see, I'm pretty sure. And this is slightly more coming to light, but I think three arrows capital had more of an effect. And maybe that's because of a deeper tie in or maybe just because of normal contagion things, but like they had a larger effect on Alameda and FTX than I think was previously thought like three arrows going down which was totally wrapped into the whole Luna thing, really. I'd say there's almost one in the same event. So all of that together, like, really sowed the seeds for some chaos, I think, that is now rearing its head. Oh, yeah. They got caught up in a lot of looping of funds that were not theirs and utilizing the DeFi platforms to do such things. And then all it takes, right, is, like, that one little Jenga block that drops the whole tower. And here we are. Yep. It's also funny how earlier you kind of compared what's happening now to the Luna thing. Because if that Solend whale fails to liquidate before it goes under, everybody's Solend dashboard is going to be looking like Anchor with like negative 125% or 125% margin capacity and stuff. <laughs> We need to get Lunk Dow to direct some of that smooth brain degen energy over on reviving FTX. If you can convince them that they could own an exchange, 
Like that would be the most epic troll. Oh Dude, my god. I am, I am so conflicted on how to feel about Lunk Dao for Lunk this Dao, exact don't, reason. Don't, Not don't because say, of Don't say bad things on spaces about Lunk Dao. Lunk Dao's good. They're the best. No, no, no. <laughs> no, because like I usually am amazed that their frivolous approach to Twitter works so well and I'm just like like, but that's the what? thing. Like, I, I don't. It's I don't, not frivolous. It's very. I don't want to. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, well, no, I mean, no, no, no. That, that's that's, that's what I mean. I was me. trying to pick. I was trying to pick a non-offensive word. I know it's calculated. My point oh, was going to be yeah. like, I see that, and I'm like, you know, like the rest of us could maybe use a little bit of that energy. Cosmos sucks at marketing. Blah blah blah. But then I also think the flip side of it is like, holy shit that actually works maybe crypto is doomed to fail because the average person is stupid (laughs) not stupid not stupid uninformed and undereducated it's all about frames and context yeah but and and at the same time you know like we were we were already talking about this and tank i tank brought it up a question when he was asking um about about the spaces and lunked out and I just felt like, you know, oh, there's Tank. I'm gonna let him say what he's gotta say. <laughs> I'm gonna be super honest. I just wanted to chime in real quick. I've been listening and I love the conversation. People are fucking desperate. Period. They're desperate to be fucking winners to make something of themselves. I'm being very honest when I say that. It's not that they're stupid and stuff like that. They're just desperate to make something of themselves. That's all it is. Yeah, that's a good point. You see it in like the airdrop chasing and kind of like this weird entitlement, a version of entitlement that like, I did this, now where's my money sort of thing. But it, it is, it's super interesting to watch. And it is, there's like a sad aspect to it that like a lot of these people don't live in the U S and don't have access to simple things like the stuff that aqua is doing, trying to bring water, the stuff that angel and yellow boat were doing, trying to like get kids to school without fucking drowning. Like there's a lot of places that are fucked up, like way worse than what we have it here. And we're all connected now, right? Because of the internet. So we all kind of share that, like that sense of empathy and stuff. And like some people prey on it. Some people are on the opposite side and actually like try to help and and give back. And I I think that's what attracted me to the Maneki project initially was that like watching your videos and seeing how you grew your community and, and, and your, your discord and everything. And the stuff that you were talking about, like you were there trying to elevate everybody. Like here's some tools that I've learned that if you start working into like your methods, you'll have an easier time, the easier time we all have, the better we can all do. And like, I, I thought that was really cool. So I've, I've been, I've definitely been like keeping an eye on, on the Dow and stuff. It's one of my more favorite uh, investment DAOs. I appreciate that, dude. Like, definitely, I wasn't expecting that to get tied back in there, but I definitely do appreciate the kind words. But you know, it's 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 very true. It's an, it's unfortunate, but it a lot of people make very stupid uh, rationalizations or positionings in their life because out of desperation, and it's not just like you know wanting to be like it, it's it's very much out of necessity, like you said. Crypto connects us, blockchain connects us in a, such a powerful way into where people that 
you know, on a day-to-day basis, because we all have phones. It's weird because everybody also has a fucking phone, no matter how bad it is. But, like, I have family in the Philippines. And, like, if, 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 if any of you guys ever been to the fucking Philippines, it's next-level weird shit there. Like, it's a whole nother fucking life there. Uh, and people will latch on to any hope, dream, or possible situation that could get them the fuck out of there uh, or into a better situation. And so people will, like, on Lunk Dao, I'm, I'll just say it, like, whatever. I'm not afraid of, of, of the backlash or whatever it is. Come, You can come at me, but it's like a lot of it, nine out of 10 people there. It's because you're saying there's a chance. That's all it is. It's like, you're saying there's a fucking chance. If we just band together and do some reckless weird shit, like you're saying there's a chance. So the, it's, all, it's all desperation. Yeah, it's the narrative yeah. that you see, and I feel like that's what got latched onto was that generational wealth narrative that like started with like DeFi summer with like the dog meme coins on ETH, like, and then it just kind of that group grew and like split up into BSC and all these other like DJ and like Shiba and everything, and it's it's that group that came over and i don't think they started it but they saw what was happening and i don't don't want to make excuses for them i'm one of like sixty nine thousand ceos over there but like they saw what was happening and rather than just give up on the chain that they all like a lot of those guys spent a lot of time building protocols on that chain up until the the crash and I feel like instead of just walking away from it and just leaving it to all these DGENs that were coming in from Sheep, they thought maybe they could like capture some of that energy and use it for something. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like the ways that people are doing that are very like sleazy marketing, hard sell like psyops. And that's that's where I'm kind of split. Like you won't see me super like outspoken and active over there. Like I try to focus more on like, what Terra 2 is building and what the Cosmos and Juno and stuff is building. But like, I definitely, from an outside perspective, like I I see what they're doing, but yeah, I I don't know. Is it right? Who who fucking knows? I mean, it's like going to church. You can't tell somebody what church to go to. I mean, that's where they want to worship, you know? So if that's the community they, you know, want to be in, that's what they want to do. I mean, it's their choice, even if they're doing it out of desperation or community or, you're saying it's there's there's a chance you know what i mean it's like going that, to those mega churches that have those pastors that yeah. actually fucking put their hand in the fucking collection pot and they're saying it's for community and for the good and for faith and for hope but yeah <laughs> it's the righteous gemstones you ever watch that show the that fucking the danny show. mcbride and shit that's what oh that should remind that show is awesome man <laughs> But you got to yes. figure, like, they're going to be there doing it either way. And, like, I don't know if that, like, makes it okay. Definitely not. But, I mean, this is crypto and people are trying to better their lives. And if that's the narrative that got pushed, that's, I feel like it's a chance for us to kind of, like, steer towards the narrative that we want to propel instead of being like, oh, yeah, we're just here for fucking generational wealth, whatever the fuck, you know. Like we have a chance in this bear market yeah. when there's not a lot of people watching to to steer it different. Here, here's the thing. I don't know. It's the whole Lunk Dow thing and Luna Classic. It's hard for me to. I mean, got burned so hard, <clears throat> but it's it's kind of like the the overall like crypto DeFi summer craziness. It's like with the Dogecoin and the Shiba. 
It's like when you see someone win a lottery ticket, doesn't that kind of make you want to buy a lottery ticket too? Is the way I see it because it's like some people did make big, big money on Doge, like right before the SNL stuff. You know, it's like I, I forget Joe, Doge was above fifty cents, <clears throat> and um, you know, if you were buying Doge at like five cents and it went to fifty, like some people made a lot of money. But anyways, I digress. Ma- mayor, Mayor, by the way, we didn't win, did we? You bought those tickets and I heard somebody won, but we didn't win, did we? We did not win. I was gonna <sighs> I was gonna post the uh I was gonna post it, I bought two tickets and it was five I said five dollars, but um <laughs> I, I Mayor got there was like fuck that. <laughs> I forgot they were two dollar tickets. And I'm like, okay, I can't buy two and a half tickets, so I bought two tickets and like a one dollar ticket. But um uh I no, they did not hit on the Powerball. Here's here's how we know um, the FTX event is pretty big. My mother just texted me <laughs> saying, I just learned of the big crypto shape uh, shakeup this week. Is this crypto's Lehman moment? <laughs> That's so funny. I got that same message from my mom at the beginning of the UST crash. She was like, isn't this where you just went to go work? I was like, no, I'm fine. Fuck. <laughs> yep. Sorry, sorry to interrupt the conversation flow there. That's no, actually, I got to go get hilarious. dinner and shit. I'm getting yelled at. But uh, much love, you guys. And thank you, uh, Timmy, for this. Absolutely. I also oh, just yeah. have to I'm, I'm so she's, so. she's working beautifully. And looks like oh, we yeah. have Leap and Cosmo Station in there already. So That's so awesome. Hell yeah. I'll talk to you guys online. Have a good rest of the eve. Have a good one, man. Hey, take it easy, Finn. Bye. Hey, I like, will... I, like I was saying, Timmy, r- just real quick, man, collaboration, I think it's great. And I, I see uh, Airdrops um, Airdrops 1 in here, man. That's another that's another uh, team I'd love to to see partner up with with uh, the community. You know, it's, I just feel like I don't, I don't know if they're validating or anything like that, but it, it just. Well, Mayor, let me fill you in. We run the airdrops one account. What? Yep. At least like <laughs> they're, they're... Like so much. <laughs> what are you? How, how do I not know this? Or did, did, um, you, did you tell me this a long time ago? And did I? No, 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 no. So um, recently you might've seen the news. We don't like promote it that much because we, we like the airdrops one account to kind of just be its own thing. It doesn't need to be a shill for our stuff necessarily. Um, but we at like Spark IBC a month or two ago partnered with um, a kind of smaller validator team here in the ecosystem called Steady Crypto. Um, they had been behind, behind the Airdrops One account. They spun it up. Um, and so we just kind of absorbed that uh, when we partnered with them. But yeah, no, that's uh, like that's probably my, my partner at Spark on the account right now. <laughs> that's so funny you said that, Mayor. Um, but I'll ask you then, are there ways that come to mind? You mentioned, like, I'd love to see them, you know, do some stuff with the community. What what might that look like? Um, hold on. Can you still hear me? Yep. I, I just think um, it's, it's kind of like the vision you have of, of it's like, how do new people when they're coming in, get all the information they need kind of like in one, one area, one site. And I, I think that's been part of your vision for a while. And it's, it's kind of like, okay, what, what do you need to do 
when you're when you're coming in as a new person or you know as you you know you know my story you know finally taking your atom off of the exchange yep. you're you're scared as you're scared as crap because it's like oh you know you you get that it's okay i'm moving whatever it is you know 1000 5000 or whatever dollar us yep. value onto this digital wallet that i don't completely understand so i think it's great to have all you know okay kepler wallet cosmos station you know wallet info or just a link to their frequently asked questions or whatever you know airdrop airdrops one have a link to them you know and just all the stuff in one area but i i think um it's i think the airdrops thing it's i mean right now in the middle of the bear it, it's not that um big of a deal but it's still great to just have that information kind of in one area and and i know um i, I know airdrops are are just a lot it attracts a lot of people you know it it, it just it attracts people yeah it kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with like people are just hungry for kind of anything any like shred of hope and airdrops absolutely provide that to an extent well um, well i tell you what man it's it's kind of like one of those things that's it's it's okay we we're talking about people outside of the u.s that like if they if if they were if they were to get a 500 dollars airdrop like for some people outside the United States, that's a lar- large chunk of change. If it's ha- worth five, $500 in US, USD, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, you got to stake a lot of Adam or Juno to get something like that. But every once in a while, you can you can kind of get lucky if, if you're smart enough, you know? And I think that's what, you know, some people are doing. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, like opportunity attracts people you know opportunity attracts people and it's it's that's why a lot of us got into it to begin with you know you know some people are in in into crypto for other reasons um but opportunity you know will bring people in and that's the one that's the one unique thing about um cosmos i mean yeah airdrop they do it they've done airdrops over in ethereum world and, and that's been a thing in ethereum but um but it's been a marketing stunt really there yeah I mean, here I think it's more to get user adoption and and you know a, a way to um, you know what I mean. Th- what I've user- always said is like it's a way to kind of pick your Genesis user base if you're using it, you know, well as a tool as a dev. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I think I, I definitely like would love to see the collaboration more and with um, you know and and Tank, you know, and and everything he's doing you know, on, on YouTube and stuff like that. It's just, you know, and it's, I had, like, a, I had a great video with tank recently. Did you catch that one mayor? I have not. I, I, I think I, I, I caught like a little clip of it and then I got sidetracked and, yeah. um, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Try to, or part of yeah, it. It was just, it was one of his between two planets. So it was really just a nice kind of casual chat about everything. Yeah. I really enjoyed that chat. I really, and Mayor, actually, I would like to invite you for an interview sometime if you're up for it. Yeah, Ooh. for for sure. I get uh, definitely, man. Um, but let me get back with you. I I saw that I saw that message, but yeah. Hey, and um, that's one of those things, man. I think um, we we just got to keep building building each other up and 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 working working together. I it's like I said, you know, like uh five or six of us working together are, you know, a hundred times stronger than working separate, you know? 
Yeah, hey, uh, Mayor, just 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 chiming in here. First of all, thank you. Uh, it means a great deal uh, that kind of feedback coming from you about like what we could do or what we're doing. Um, just like maybe randomly to riff on some of the things that you said, uh, we try to cover even more than just airdrops because it's not you know it, it's kind of well. First of all, it's not the only thing that's going on. And number two, I think we try to take more of an educational approach rather than just like, hey, here's where you can farm and this is where you're going to make your you know, money off the drop. So I think just trying to keep the community informed. So we selectively do other things that are go beyond airdrops. And it definitely makes a lot of sense. I mean, I can, we can see the value. We can see the response to it. So for sure. The, the only comment that I would make is that unfortunately right now, most of the things that are dropping, you have to have been staking like January, February, or even prior in 2021. So for users arriving or for like people just installing a Kepler wallet today and be like, hey, I just take 20 Atom, what am I going to get? Unfortunately, you're not going to get anything for a long time. So there's a little bit of that, you know, sentiment, like we got to learn how to yeah. get people excited and onboarded and patient um, and not kind of step off the train because nothing's dropping in their lap tomorrow. That's, that's kind of like how we all ended up where we are today because we started way back when and the same situation for people coming into the space right now. Um, so just, again, maybe just, uh, observing that in terms of, um, yeah, I, I think that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Sorry. No, cool. Thank, thanks for, um, chiming in. And, but, and I also think one, one key thing for, for new people in, in onboarding new users is it's, um, I mean, obviously, you know, anyone connecting their wallet to a new chain, they're, they're taking that risk. And, you know, you're, you're probably doing it with your main, main wallet. Um, but it's, it's having that link, um, to, to that new, like, you know, I mean, I, I, like for me, like, let's just take Jackal, for example. It's like, I know Jackal is a, a reputable, reputable, um, proto protocol. Cause I know that like a lot of this, this, they, they're endorsed by secret and I know the secret guys take their stuff very serious. So it's like, you know, me hooking up to uh, or, or connecting my wallet to that, there was no apprehension for me to do that. But it's like some of these other chains that, you know, are just doing airdrops. I think for a new person, it's 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 um, it can be scary, you know, once you learn what you're doing about connecting your wallet. But I think with what what airdrop one is doing is, is um, you know, I, I know like you guys are somewhat trying to vet some of this stuff, you know, I think. But it's also a full disclaimer you know, you're doing this at your own risk. And I don't know, you know, how much you guys have, have thought about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot to keep track. Yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Mayor, for sure. We, we try, we try to do what we can, but you're right. I mean, at the end of the day, the devs, whoever's launching a new project, if they're completely, you know, uh, you know, obfuscated and, you know, they're doing whatever they're going to do behind the scenes, unless somebody runs a full audit. And as you saw with Jackal, even that didn't pan out or fully vet everything that needed to be vetted. It's impossible for a team like ours to be able to go out there and say, oh, well, guess what? Everybody's free to go and go, you know, connect right away and get your stuff. Like it's, there's always going to be some risk involved. I think that's, that's the bottom line. I but think I the, think, yep, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say probably the best way to phrase it is like, while we don't like verify for the airdrops account, we also wouldn't ignore red flags. So like, we're definitely keeping our community in mind when things do like appear to be sketchy, you know, that will inform our decisions, but yeah, just like was just yeah. mentioned short of a full audit. It's hard to yeah do that. Right. But, but like, there was an example, I'm not going to name anyone like the day of the drop, uh, the team required you to install their app and put in your seed to claim. Um, 
just like light switch switch from you know the, the night before to the morning when the drop happens suddenly you don't go to a website you actually got to download an app and insert your seed like that's a huge red flag it doesn't matter who does the audit or who doesn't like you just don't do that like there's just basic basic hygiene that you got to follow and that's not something that someone would do but you're right mir someone outside of the space may be like oh great i'm gonna get 50 bucks or yeah. 500 bucks which is life-changing for me wherever i may be and suddenly I'm inputting my seed and, you know, goodbye, everything that I have in there. So totally on point. You know, something I would like to see added at like an SDK level, like not as a third party app that someone builds, but as like a core function of Cosmos chains um, is some sort of like alert system. Cause like, I think I know exactly which airdrop you're talking about. Um, and like thinking through that and in general connecting to sketchy sites or for new people who get tricked putting their seed phrase in somewhere. Um, a lot of the like threat comes from, or maybe not a lot of the threat, but most people in Cosmos have a majority of their assets staked. So you can't just like instantly be rugged of your money um, as soon as like something is compromised. There has to be that unbonding period. And for like new users who aren't really sure like of the various attack vectors, various XYZ, it would be super cool if when you stake your atom, you have a little feature or something that just says like, notify me if unstaked or something like that and i'm not sure how that would work how it would notify you maybe you get to choose you could put in a phone number an email another wallet to get a tx with a memo to i don't know um but like i know there's lots of discussion of those sort of tools like alerting and uh people always like scrambling to write scripts when they've noticed that they are compromised and like oh how can i you know beat the attacker the second it's unbonded um but like, I don't know what just initially put that thought in my head. That was kind of random. But I think they're long story short or like condensed thought. I think there are things that could be implemented at the infrastructure and like SDK level that could further aid in new user onboarding through that feeling of comfort and that feeling of like, okay, I actually kind of know where my assets are. I know I have some stuff set up to alert me if something weird happens. Um you know, maybe even like fallback accounts. I, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but um... yeah. But Timmy, like this is a narrative right now, and I'm sorry, I I come in super late, and I apologize if I'm just re, you know kind of rehashing what you guys talked about. But the whole thing with FTX, you know, um, the crypto not being in your wallet, and essentially, you know, you don't have custody of it, so yeah. you don't have any control of it. The flip side of it, I think the version of what is offered on our side, like with Cosmos or whatever with Kepler or any of the other wallets, the barrier is just too high. Like your average person is going to struggle with like, how do I install this? This is a browser extension. Oh, wait, yep. I need gas. Uh, I need to pay for fees. Uh, you know, what's an LP? You know, like there's all this other stuff that suddenly comes into picture. Um, or you mean I need to bridge it from here to there. There, There is really, I mean, we can set up a million of guides, but at the end of the day, if the UI is not intuitive, if the process is not straightforward, it's, it's just still going to be what it is. And I think that's why the centralized exchanges have a place. It's unfortunate what's going on. We definitely need some help there in terms of whether it's regulation or some other things. I'm, I'm not getting into that conversation right now. But it's super easy to lo load up Coinbase or crypto.com, you know, and you're done. Like, there's not much to think about or worry about. This is a completely different ballgame. And I don't know that enough effort is going into ensuring that workflows are clean, that things are intuitive. 
Now, things like MinScan and Kepler, I think with every version, every iteration, things are getting friendlier, they're getting better, but it'll probably take infrastructural changes to make these things really shine and come together. So I think we're ways off from that place, unfortunately. Yeah, we're definitely in our infancy in general. Like we're a ways off from a lot of things that'll probably just be seen as standard later down the road. Um, Flow, so you just popped up. You want to jump in? Feel free. Or perhaps not. Staked Adam, which by the way, amazing name. Wow, Staked Adam. All right, it's just listening from the stage. I like it. <laughs> Cool. Well, um, I'm in no rush to shut it down. If there's anything else anyone wants to like touch on or talk about any events going on or really whatever, but we have been going for two and a half hours here, so I might bring it to a close here soon, but B-Bands tank. Yeah. Tank go for it. I, I, um, uh, I gotta take the opportunity to clear the air on something that is kind of touchy, to be honest. And I'm sorry to bring this up, but I, I have to, right? Because it's a kind of a, a reputational kind of thing, to be honest with you. So um, I just wanted there was a there was a a post that I saw recently from an NFT team or part of now, uh, kind of putting Maneki V2 out there uh, of like something that I'm still pursuing with them. I'm not, and I just want to kind of like. I have not spoken with anybody from what I understood. If they, I, I, hopefully you guys already know who I'm talking about, uh, was done with. And so I just want to clear that air. Like, yeah, everything got put on hold because of that. So I like, just want to be absolutely clear. Whatever's happening over there is not with my consent. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I just want everybody to know that. Wait, uh, we don't have to get into it now. You can DM me, but I am totally out of the loop. No, I'll, I'll say it. I don't mind saying it. It's, it's, okay. it's out in the open. So the Knots, uh, Maneki, right? Uh, the Knots team helped me actually, the first Maneki, uh, helped me through the whole thing. They, they, they were God sent and, and, and really had no problem at all with them doing that and was fine in business with them. Uh, recently, um, Oh, fuck, I'll just say it. Jerry came on a space and was not himself for whatever mm -hmm. reason, started saying some really bad shit. Uh, they had a falling out between the two, Rusty and Jerry. Not, uh, apparently, it was not supposed to be a thing anymore. Um, they, he came out on a space that I was hosting yesterday and uh, basically let everybody know that uh, you know it was going to be no more. And that's who I was going to be using to launch V2 with everything. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, I, I pretty much took that for what it was. And then shortly after, later on today, when I came home this afternoon, I was seeing that TPK or the Trailer Park Kids and also Knots was still being held up with from Jerry. Jerry was going to pursue on. And I just, I, I'll be honest, I don't agree with the actions that's recently been, been happening. I don't feel comfortable and I have not uh, agreed to anything or uh, said that I was going to be moving on with them. And so I just, he was, he posted um, a couple of things without talking to me. So I just wanted to let everybody know, like I didn't agree to anything. And so, okay. yeah. Um, Tank, I just want to let you know that that is not Ray um, handling that account. So um, I'm no longer on Knott's team. I left as, the same day Ray did. So um, I just want to make that clear too. And that. Um, no, I think it's Jerry. I Jerry um, it is it is it is yeah, he Jerry, messaged so. me he messaged me and was like okay. hey uh let me handle your next drop blah 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 and i was like i i told him 
flat out. I was like, we need, we need to talk. I'm not comfortable with this, this sketchy jittery back and forth. Like it's, it's very un unnerving to me. And like, I, that's just not, I can't, I can't attach to that right now. And so I, I don't know. I just wanted to take, take a moment because I worked really hard and I still, you know, strive really hard to be transparent and for the people all the time. And I don't want anybody to see something coming from somebody else that I did not agree upon or anything like that without saying something. And so since it was put out there, I feel like I have to put, you know, a response out there publicly. So I just, I'm sorry. I just wanted to go out there and, and say like, that's no, that's not like, that's not me. No. Okay. No worries. No worries at all. Yeah. I, I got filled in a little bit on the story there at the beginning of the space here. Um, so I'm not totally in the blank. I didn't know there was any crossover with you and V2 Maneckis, but yeah, no worries. And appreciate that. I'm sure, you know, we yeah. need, we need more people willing to just kind of put things bluntly and clear the air when needed and not be afraid to say things so that the average consumer can just kind of be at least somewhat clear on what's going on. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's, it was unfortunate, but you know, it is what it is. And yeah, friends, friends say when people are acting like shit, right? Like, so, so <laughs> we just gotta, gotta say it. Um, but yeah, I have luckily some, some other teams have stepped up uh, and there's always like an, another, means to get things done so we're working on things but i just i just thank you for giving me the time to actually say that so yeah no worries at all well that might do it for tonight um yeah i think i'm gonna call it. it's been two and a half hours um thanks everyone for tuning in um we haven't done one of these in like a while but i do miss them hopefully Hopefully in not too long, we'll be back to answering basic questions about wallets and onboarding for new people in the Cosmonaut Bootcamp. That'll be nice to get back to. Um, but for now, uh, next week, we will probably uh, have an interview with a project at this time slot and like an AMA and all that. Not sure which yet. We have a couple lined up um, probably for the next couple weeks after that. But we'll definitely do some more of these just open mic ones here soon. Uh, other than that, remember to check us out on some of uh, as a validator on some chains like Juno, Evmos, Nomic, and a couple others. Um, check out our site, sparkibc.zone, or more importantly, because it's the newest thing we just shipped, if you guys want to support Terra Spaces, go check out the donation page on his site. And you can now make donations to him through the Spark IBC platform and earn Spark points for it. Um, other than that, stay tuned and make sure you are following Interchain Info on Twitter. We are getting very close to releasing some cool stuff and also entering a closed beta. Um, so yeah, there should be one of the pin tweets above, actually. Uh, we'll get you there, but Interchain Info. All right, any, any final words from our other speakers up here? You guys have accompanied me throughout this whole evening. I haven't been here the whole time, but I've been here for a little minute. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for having for allowing me to talk on the mic thank you for hosting this um i can't wait to go through and, and see all the things that you're building and um, i'm super excited i'm gonna check out your your site and everything um i don't i'm gonna be honest you know i haven't really checked out the spark ibc i've known like about you in the background because i'm like always running around doing a whole bunch of stuff like seriously it's not even funny but yeah i want i want you to know that now i'm gonna I'm going to stop and, 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 and hang out, check out what's going on over here. Awesome. 
Well, that is much appreciated. Um, we've got some really cool stuff coming out the pipeline here soon. So you're getting on board just in time. <laughs> yeah, good. I want to be here when shit's happening, right? <laughs> That's the idea. Yep. Well, we, we definitely have big plans and some like benefits for early users and little just shout out type things, you know. But cool. So thank you all so much. Um, there's going to be some more Cosmos Spaces this weekend, as always, with the Cosmos Spaces team. And then I'll be back next Wednesday, uh, hopefully with an AMA with one of your favorite projects. So stay tuned. And uh, yeah, well, uh, everybody have a great evening, rest of the day, morning, wherever you are in the world. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Cosmonaut Bootcamp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy with Spark IBC. Recorded on Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Shout out to Tendermint Timmy and the team at Spark IBC. Thanks to them, you can now donate to Terraspaces year-round using their platform and earning you Spark points. Waking up like a basement dweller Stepped out the door and heard racist yelling 2020, what an ugly shit show Staring at the fucking rig roll from the get-go Looking outside, the whole state's on fire The fuck do you expect when you embrace the liars And replace the writers with AI just like us Emaciated models killing bright birds First in, last out, picture me rolling The worst time to cash out, so what you holding? The Burks gonna cash cow country stolen Drooling over chicken like the goose is golden Trying to be so full, spitting that molten Lava from the bottom of the caldera I'm hot and gonna put it in a bottle And offer it to the god who hit the gas full throttle Blasting off in a rocket There are many people who will, will see things happen to them That are in their favor Tell someone's looking over me. That's a that's a fascinating phenomenon when that happens. And what, when you analyze those situations, what you find is is that we as humans simply have a profound inability to understand statistics and probability. Stitching these writings, living that life like who would have guessed you turn out this nice, right? Avoiding stress, that's the motherfucking secret. Print that shit on a motherfucking leaflet. I'm just an asshole hooked on the bricks. Looking at the rectangles, damn, they kinda thick. We've gone through a whole lot of kings here. Cutting off heads just to bring cheer. Getting all fired up, Tiger King, line them up when you'd give an arm and a leg just to try the junk. On some first time buyer's luck, Alexa, set a reminder and remind me to buy a bunch. And put your hands up if you fuck this year. And keep them in the air if you're picking up the spare. And put your mask on just to go outside. Looking at the planet about to downsize. So, climate change will not make Earth. Basically, every other coastal city that we've spent thousands of years building uh, in the, since the dawn of civilization. Terror spaces. <laughs>